Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Sometimes I need a good reason to get out of bed Got sleep in my eyes, clouds in my head I need a shot of something to make my motor go Yes, I'm a pretty lady So I turn on the climb and the show Keep it wet Oh, this is not going to be good. Give me some fun and I'll show. Oh my God! Get your motor running with the quiet and I'll show. I like turtles. I said, get your motor running with the quiet and I'll show. Get it on. Show. Hey, me, fat. Oh my mommy milk. Jake the nude. You guys are great. Keep doing what you're doing. Fancy boy. 106.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena. Los Angeles. Orange County. This is the world famous K-Rock. Oh hell yeah. Welcome to Tuesday morning right here. World famous K-Rock. Good morning. How goes it? I'm Klein. There's Allie. Morning. Jake the nerd somewhere. DJ Omar Khan. Hello. Audio sniper extraordinaire in the back room. Postmaster Johnny taking them calls at 800-520-1067. And the wonder, the eighth wonder of the world, Vanessa. Later this morning as she prepares for her stand-up comedy debut, which is happening tomorrow night. I can't believe it's already here. I know. Tomorrow night she'll be taking, up on you. taking to the stage for the first time to do some forced stand-up comedy. She will get herself hopefully in the mood today. By attempting to complete some of Seinfeld's most classic jokes. And in the process, you could score yourself tickets to one of the most exciting Netflix is a joke shows happening at the Hollywood Bowl, Seinfeld and Friends. Oh, I think that that's good. I think it's yeah. uh, that, that stage is gonna have on one night. I think it's Seinfeld, I think it's Sebastian Mascalco, I think it is Jim Gaffigan, I believe, as well. And I there's another one too. I forget who it is, but it's like an all-star lineup, Mount Rushmore of comedy at the bowl. We'll get you in today on the show. Well, Jerry Seinfeld and Friends. I mean, friend. He has so many amazing, powerful friends. Powerful friends. Because if he wants to be your friend, how can you say no? But let's not yeah. forget the idea that the only way you'll get in, at least through us today, is if you can figure out how Vanessa finishes some of his classic jokes. So yeah. she has no idea about. Jerry Seinfeld's comedy nope. for the most part. I don't so think she's ever we gave seen her the episode. beginning of even a concept no. from Jerry Seinfeld, she would have to finish it without knowing anything. Yeah, and she's you know she says a lot of things on the show. Like last week, she said this: "I wasn't me." <laughs> 
I don't know what that uh, is. What, was she trying to do a Shaggy song? The or classic something? song. I wasn't me. I think she didn't realize <laughs> that we were going to her for a comment, and she wanted to let us know it wasn't her. I wasn't me. I wasn't me. So. Great defense. So anyway, tomorrow's the big comedy debut. Can't wait for that, but in the meantime, we'll get her ready for it and get you in to see some real comedians. That's coming up later this morning, and if you heard the, miss, the big announcement yesterday, Pearl Jam is the band. Sydney, Australia is the destination. It's K-Rock World Tour 2024. This is destination number who knows anymore? Six, maybe? I, I don't know. Six, yeah. We'll get you in uh, later this morning. Get it's you sad that. that we lose count after six. Can't, that's tough for me. It's just Very too tough. many to keep track so of. So that's coming up uh, later today as well. So lots of reasons for you to uh, hang out with us here for the next four hours. And I didn't realize you've always wanted to go to Australia. I've always wanted to go out. And I know you now, and I know that you will never go. That's right. Very true. <laughs> K-Rock with Klein Alley Show, that band right there, the Red Hot Chili Peppers will be joining forces with us and you, hopefully. March 2 redo happening at the Forum. If you got your ticket, find it, track it down, get it, and we'll see you at the show. It is kind of the sequel, the part two of the Almost Acoustic Christmas Show. Thank God you don't have to have a physical ticket because uh, you would never be able to go to this March 2 redo if you had to hold on to a physical ticket Allie, for asked, three months. I've asked three people in this building, am I good on this or not? Because <laughs> I, I'm still convinced that whatever wristband I wore that night, which I definitely don't have anymore, uh -uh. is going to keep me from getting in. And, and it's they, not even a wristband. Well, whatever it's it is. the actual ticket. I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> if you can get there, you deserve it. And uh, I don't we'll think you've see. ever had an actual ticket for Almost Acoustic, even though you've been and been given tickets every time. I used to buy tickets like a regular average Joe myself, actually, and I would still lose those tickets. <laughs> In fact, yesterday, you oh my God, this is maybe my new lowest moment ever. Yesterday, I was leaving, I was at Burbank Airport, and I was leaving Burbank Airport. Best. I had already paid for my parking. I paid for the parking at Burbank Airport. Where'd you park? At the airport. Right at the airport. Sucker. Yeah. Sucker, Allie. You know, Burbank Airport is like, honestly, it is for you to save a dollar and shuttle nine shuttles over, you're out of your effing mind. Because Burbank Airport, you can park literally at the airport, is not much more than shuttling over 19 times. Okay. And I parked at every hotel around that place. I've done that thing where I park on a residential street and walk. I've yeah. done all the dumb tricks. I bet you went short term, didn't you? No, I went long, I went long term, but I got my ticket after I paid. And then in the process of me getting my ticket to exiting the airport, which there's nothing. I didn't do anything between those two. I lost the um, oh, ticket no. to scan myself out of the airport. Couldn't even scan out. Had to hit the button and then say, I don't know what happened. I swear to you, I just paid. And I had to do the whole thing where I looked up my license plate in the camera. And then finally, they let me go. Well, they but, did? Yeah, finally. Because I there was nothing they could have done at that point. And the person said to me, no one has ever done this before. And I said, in the history of the airport, no one has lost a ticket from paying to leaving? And the, it, it yeah, guys but like, that's like a four-minute process. Two minutes. It's two minutes. I don't know where it is. I still don't know where it is. I was like, I'll find it at home. Still haven't found it. So you're right. I'm not good at holding on to it's things. It's like as soon as you got the ticket back from the kiosk, you just threw it on the ground and yeah, walked away. I don't even know what I did. Like, I'm... I'm I'm so but you also have random stuff in your pockets all the time. Always. And I think that because your pockets are stuffed with weird things, I bet things fall out of your pockets on a regular basis Probably. and you don't notice. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for uh, I'm waiting for that cargo look to come back so I can just keep What do you have in your pockets? Like it, a slingshot um, and a marble? It, like it, 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 Dennis yes, the Menace? It's all stuff like that. Random stuff. I always have really? random things. Yeah, <laughs> like like just random parts of things, half-eaten stuff. Sometimes. He has rubber oh bands. I think he has glue. Like I'll start a snack Jesus. and then I'll be like, I'll get back to this later, but I want it. <laughs> 
worst MacGyver ever. Yeah. But you also have like Barbie doll parts from your kids. But one time I remember I was at a movie theater and they were eating a hamburger in the movie and I remember thinking, oh, that looks so good right now. And then I reached into my pocket I had a half-eaten cheeseburger from McDonald's. Whoa. And I was so excited when I found it. And I ate You're the Copperfield. Yeah, it was great, dude. It was, I'm telling you, this is what I this is We should I do am. a giveaway all week of just things in your pocket. I'm telling you, I got stuff. I just traveled there. I think I'm wearing the same pants I traveled in. I got all Whoa. sorts of stuff on here. You may get free parking at Burbank Airport. You know, I, it's funny because I was leaving, I was in Arizona, and I was leaving the airport, and they were making the big announcement at the gate that we're going into Burbank. And, you know, I love Burbank Airport whenever possible. I like Burbank. And by the way, when I went through there, I had a TSA agent that yelled sweet dibbits at me. No way! So I'm just letting you know. At Burbank? We've now, we are now infiltrating the TSA, cool. a government agency, which is good. But they were making an announcement right before the boarding, and they said, uh, just so you all know, if you've never been to Burbank. Front and back. They did this whole, I couldn't believe the speech this woman gave about the front and back deplaning. Which I get pissed when they say that because I'm like, don't reveal right. the secrets. That's how I felt too. I Look, know. I love being in the know and knowing that some other dumb tourist is not going to understand the whole back of the plane thing. Mm -hmm. and, and by the way, it doesn't matter how many times they announce it, it is a surreal, <laughs> weird feeling when you just start to get walk, you start walking backwards. Yeah, it's like it's leaving a, a concert. Everyone's just like, watch out. But, but the, woman, the woman gave this speech, like she was talking to the biggest, and it was Southwest to be fair, but it was like the biggest idiots in the world because she goes, you'll have a choice. You can go to the front of the plane like normal or, <laughs> or when you get to Burbank, this is something they do. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to say I'm with it or against it, but this is what they do. You can actually step down out of the back of the plane. You're walking on the runway down a staircase, it is raining, you could slip, so you may want to do the front if you like a ramp, but if you want the back, you have that... She went into so much detail oh about this. Oh, my God. And then we, um, you know, we land, and I'm, you know, me, I love the... I'll always go back. Even if I'm in row three, I will fight through the crowd of people and walk out and go out See, the back yeah, of the I plane. go middle back, because if you go back back, you could be stuck next to the bathroom. If somebody blows it up, then you're screwed. You somebody know what I mean? Somebody blows it up. Allie blows it up. Uh, it's not me. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever even done that on an airplane. Right. But the thing is, every time that I have made a point to go in the back of the plane, it's the, we land, and then they're like... For whatever reason, we can't deplane oh. from the back this time. And I'm like, no! Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the last person to get off. The two things that blow my mind. One, when you get in an elevator and the door you get into, oh. a different door opens when you get out. Such a surreal feeling. I know I'm an adult. I shouldn't be blown away by this trick. But still, somehow, it's like I feel like I'm in the middle of a magic That's trick That's another that thing, though, when you're in the know. And yeah. you're like, I'm going to turn around. Yeah, because I know it opens on the other a side. A lot of times, I just, don't. I just stand there at the door that doesn't open and just go, just take the ride up and down. <laughs> and then the uh, getting out the back of the plane, Burbank. Probably two of the greatest. People say, Klein, you never have that. Anything. Two things that bring me joy oh, all the time. What a thrill. We take a quick break. We're back in a second. 100 bucks of Allie's money can be yours. Uh, Allie knows the news. We'll get to it in a second. Here's your update on the weather. Oh, my God, it's raining! Thank you for that. We'll be back in a moment with $100 as Allie rains cash upon you. If you'd like in on this and you know what's been going on in the last 24 hours, give us a call. We'll get to some Allie Knows the News next on K-Rock. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. Thanks for hanging out this morning. 100 bucks as we pay the people every single morning right around this time in a brand new DIY theme song. Her mom could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Let's find out what Allie really knows. Oh, changed up the rhyme scheme. Wow, imagine all the new songs we can get with that one. A really graphic picture that I did not need. Uh, Allie's morning. mom, Thank you. let me hear it again in case you missed no. it. Her mom could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Ugh. Let's find out what Allie really knows. Beautiful. My well stepdad done. does love golf. 
Allie claims, I don't know if we're going to get into this today on the show, but she claims while she was with her parents over the weekend, her mom and her dad number three, she discovered some... I saw a Valentine's Day card <laughs> displayed on the countertop. Two Valentine's Day cards. And I don't know which one gave which one this card, Bro, but it, it was graphic in, in sexual in nature. Woo! Allie's God. mom is the real throat goat. Never, there are a lot of people will claim that they are in the title, but Allie's mom truly is. I did not talk to her about it, but I looked at Katie and then I looked at the card and made a vomit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sound? You know, right. yeah, sound. That gag, and your gesture. mom does that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that, we can talk about it later. She says she licks the envelope. <laughs> uh, hey, Frank, you ready for 100 bucks of Allie's money? Yes. Beautiful. I got five questions here, all about stuff going on in the world. Score better than Allie does. Instantly, she gives you $100, making the people richer day by day. And uh, she's going to sequester herself outside the studio. She looks nauseous now after that last conversation. Your round of Allie Knows the News starts right now. Allie Knows the News. All right, this home improvement actor. You can give me his character name or his real name. Was arrested over the weekend in Riverside. Uh, who was it? Um, the 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 twin brother. The twin brother. <laughs> All right, I will accept that as your answer. We go to question number two. A hiker was rescued from Switzer Falls after using this feature on his iPhone. How was he rescued? Uh, the through satellite. Question number three. A teen from La Puente was uh, just signed a deal with this professional SoCal sports team. Uh, soccer. Did you say, say soccer? <laughs> yes. Need an actual like, team. Actual team. Okay. Uh, uh, Real Madrid. The SoCal sports team you've gone with is Real Madrid from Madrid in Spain? Yes. Okay. Lock me in, yeah. All right. Lock <laughs> you in. Love the confidence. Let's go to question number four. L.A. is getting a very important visitor today. Who is flying into town to spend some time messing up our traffic? Joe Biden. And finally, question five. Holy moly, this man is the NBA three-point champion. LeBron. All right, let's bring Allie back in. How do you think you did, uh, Frank? I'm not winning. I'm not winning those 100 bucks for sure. Okay, uh, <laughs> they got that right. I'll give you the point on that one. Here we go. <laughs> Allie, he's back in the studio. Say nothing Hello. else. Okay. Allie, uh, question number one: This home improvement actor was arrested over the weekend in uh, Riverside. I believe. Oh, Zachary Ty Bryan. Was that the guy whose poster you used to have on your wall? No, that's JTT. I did oh, a deep JTT. dive on all this yesterday. Yeah, before Allie was full-blown gay, she used to have a crush on JTT. I from used to write him letters. Weirdo. I wrote him letters in cursive, and I used to draw his portraits uh, but, alone in my room. But it's the other one that uh, was arrested. No. Allie gets the point. All right, question number two. He's had a lot of legal problems. A hiker was rescued from Switzer Falls after using this feature on his iPhone. Uh, SOS? That's correct. He got satellites. I'm going to give him the point as well. But the SOS feature finally coming in in the clutch. 2-1, uh, we go to question number three. A teen from La Puente signed a deal with this professional SoCal sports team. Uh, soccer. Once again, that is not a team. <laughs> that is a sport. The soccer or the LA soccer team? There's two and you're somehow naming... LAFC? 
Man, you were so close. He said Real Madrid. Oh. <laughs> Ali said the LA soccer team then went LAFC. Should have gone LA Galaxy because that's uh. who he signed with. No one gets the point on that one. And we go to question number four. Ali's still up by one. LA is getting a very important visitor today. A visitor will be flying into town to mess up traffic. Who is it? Biden. Biden. He said Joe Biden as well. It's a big bird, man. And that is correct. Ali's still up one with one final question to go. Holy moly, this man is the NBA three-point champion. Steph Curry. All right, that is correct. He said LeBron James, not correct. Ali gets the uh, the win on this one. And Frank, you knew it was coming, but what must you shamefully admit over the airwaves with K-Rock as she puts her $100 back into her fanny pack? I'm Frank from East LA, and Ali knows the news. Thank you. I, I like the delivery there. It's like with confidence, but also lacking confidence. Knows the news. It's good stuff. Uh, we got lots going on in the show today. Pearl Jam tickets upcoming. Get you into the Hollywood Bowl to see some Seinfeld as part of Netflix is a joke. What did Allie discover in her parents' Valentine's Day cards? And much more happening right here this morning on K-Rock. Just a warning, the following conversation may not be appropriate for audiences of any age. <laughs> K-Rock, we are Klein Allie Show, and... If you enjoyed yourself an extra long weekend, uh, hopefully you did something relaxing and fun, or you spent some time with your folks, like Allie did. And, like and you. Did, and yeah. like I did. Both of us had a very similar weekend, uh, and although I will say... Traveling funny, just to kind of do nothing. Yeah, well, yeah, my folks live on the East Coast, so they were in Arizona, which, you know, anything that makes the travel less, you know, it was like an hour flight as opposed to a five-hour flight, so I said, great, let me just go ahead and yeah. knock this off, mm-hmm. done, off the list, but... It's funny because Allie mentioned she saw Valentine's Day cards on display at her parents' house. I also saw Valentine's Day cards, and my parents just signed their names. They don't even write a message at all. It's just like, happy Valentine's Day. I think I think it even says from, not even love. <laughs> it's like from Roger. So it doesn't even say happy Valentine's Day written? In- no. It, it just is Whatever the, card, the card, and then they just sign it. The card says it, and then it's their name, and I don't believe, maybe a sincerely. And they... Brought their Valentine's Day cards with them? I, I didn't ask, but I do. They, they put them on display. It's also weird because it's just two of them, but they have like four or five cards and they put them on display. And I think it's kind of a it's big. It's just interesting to do that not in your house. It's like they're flexing or peacocking, like uh, we are married. I mean, they've been married for forever, so I don't know. Yeah, that's more flexing over. F- but maybe my, 50 years. my mother was flexing their Valentine's Day cards as well, and I think they've been married for. Four years? Right, but this is also your mom's fifth husband, so... I think added up, she's had a 40-year marriage. Right, if you had, <laughs> if you had of all of the husbands. <laughs> yeah. But this one but, is like still... I guess they're still in the newlywed phase because they've only been married four years. Y- yes, they are. And um, there were two cards only, and one of them I didn't really read. It was just one of those ones that was in like fancy cursive, you know, where it ha- seems like it has some kind of a poem to it or whatever. Then there was a card next to it that said in big letters on the front, we can still do it all night long. Oh, man. That's and why your mom is... On the throat, on the throat, Dude. And I was like, you know that your kids are visiting. Why would you leave that out for everybody else to see? You know. And I looked at Katie like, what is that card doing there? I did not open it to see what was written on the inside because I can only imagine what is written on the inside if that's the outside. And I'm very curious as to which person got it for which person. But listen, as you know, we make fun of the terrible jokes inside of all of the greeting cards, specifically Valentine's Day ones. I do believe, because I think I've seen that card before. 
I, I, I should I should just let you con- continue to believe that your parents are sex addicts, but I think it does say something when you open it up that's, like, not... It's oh, like, really? Yeah, it's a stupid joke. Like, I believe that one is, like, we can still do it all night long, and then you open it up, and it's it just, like, like bingo. Ta- taxes or oh. something like that. <laughs> like, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the dumb joke is inside, I but see. I don't think it is sexual. That being said... I still do believe your mom does it all night long. Because no. she's the throat goat. I'm the throat But that's clearly something that my stepdad got for her, right? God, it's Like, hard my to mom say. wouldn't go to a Target and pick out that card. Would she? She's not she that. She steal it. <laughs> yeah, she would, yeah, she wouldn't pay That's for that. That's a good point, card. Jake. <laughs> yeah, she can still do it all night long. Uh, you open up says, kleptomania <laughs> is what we can still do all night long. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, she recently stole a crock pot. Yeah, so but I can see val- that. Valentine's Day is that weird holiday where, like, family members get stuff for people. I feel like that's kind of dicey. Wait, but you didn't read, you did. You had no interest in reading the message. Cause I feel Absolutely like you're, not. You're kind of a snooper by nature. Like, you, you're not okay. Most people wouldn't look. Like, even my, I saw my parents' cards out on display. I just took a quick gander on the inside. I didn't, like, pick it up and read the thing. But I It just, is weird that you looked at the inside of why? it. Why? I want to get a sense of what's going on there. Yeah, maybe, they're, maybe there's a trouble. Why do you need to know? It's your, it's your parents. Yeah, I just want to make sure things are good. I, they don't really say much. <laughs> I hate you. The divorce will be finalized <laughs> by the end of the year. i got to figure out stuff in there. Maybe there's uh, clues to where the treasures are hidden. I yeah, don't know. I, I wasn't even looking for it. I was talking to her. It was in the kitchen, and then I just looked to my left, and it was sitting there on the counter, and I noticed what it said. And Katie had gotten there a couple days before me, and she was like, I know. <laughs> I saw it, too, but I didn't want to say anything to you because I didn't want to make you uncomfortable. You got to call your mom and confront her on no, this. No, 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 We no. can still do it all night long? We can still do it all night long. But you but you also learned over Thanksgiving. It's weird. It's like every holiday you learn another thing about your parents' love life. But it sounds like you learned Thanksgiving. They do still do it all night long. They, they do, No, they don't do it all night long. She said it takes 15 minutes. Right, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she said... Actually, she said 15 minutes is all you need. It's all you need. Now, that's a good Valentine's Day card. Someone should make that one. Yeah, they should. Maybe my mom should start making Valentine's Day cards. So if you were starting your Tuesday morning without thinking about your parents making sweet love, well, let's go ahead and go cross that off your list. So disgusting. At least the text line's making you feel good about it. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, God. That's what's on the inside. People are guessing now what the inside is. It's only getting worse. Uh, it's uh, Klein Alley Show. This is K-Rock. Pearl Jam tickets coming up later this morning. Keep it wet. Drive through. You can do it. And everything else we say on this wet Tuesday morning here at K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. In just a moment, we'll get to your first look at what's actually going on in the world with the ADD News. And if you're a fan of the Ben Lincoln Park and you were all excited when there was some unearthed music that we were able to deliver to you about a year ago, there's more now. Another song with Chester on the vocals. And we will give you some of that when we get back from this super quick break. Later this morning, the return of Johnny versus Jim, a Generation Wars, the oldest guy in the building battling the youngest guy in the building as we try to figure out what things they agree on and what things that they do very differently. The two of those guys, they like hang out. They're so cute. Jim walked in and like you said, Jim's, Jim's you know, 75. 75 years old. And he walked in, he was like, Johnny. And then he held up like a frozen meal and was like, Salisbury steak? Yeah. The two <laughs> like of them. Like they were going to have a Salisbury steak meal together. Salisbury steak, I believe, is like the official food of the elderly. Because it's pretty much like you can gum it. You don't even need to chew it, I think. You just <laughs> drink. That true? I think you could just drink it. I've never even had Salisbury steak. But I assume 
That is, I, I also feel like that's the, the frozen meal of like old people. You know, if yeah. you're getting a frozen meal, that's the one you go for when you're over 75. But I think the two of these guys sit around here in the break room outside of K-Rock, and I think they like split these frozen meals down the yeah. middle. It's real sad. Which I, I also don't know why you would split a frozen meal. It's, I mean, I isn't it supposed radio, to be perfectly Allie. portioned? It's radio, You know, that's that's the nature of this business. So anyway. I got to make this last all week. Yeah, <laughs> this is my Monday bite. <laughs> so we'll get to that later this morning on the show. As we mentioned, if you would like to go to the Hollywood Bowl, see Seinfeld and a bunch of the other greatest comedians on planet Earth, uh, we'll make that happen for you as well. And um, my mom, I found out when I was with her over the weekend, has uh, never done something in her entire life. And done it all night long? She's never done it all night long or any <laughs> night. And I tried to get her to do it, and she said, no, she likes the fact she's never done it. And I think it's interesting when people have not done things, very common things that they should have done at this point, and they refuse to do it. I got a buddy that is never, he claims he's never had chocolate. And well, he's, like not, he's not allergic, but he's, he, we try, he said, just try it. He goes, Even no. on Halloween? He goes, never had it. Never had it in his life, and he doesn't want to start having it now. I go, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, what, what if you, it's great. Why would you not want to try well, chocolate? it's like uh, Al Michaels, believe, I believe Vegetables. he said, yeah, I've never knowingly ate a vegetable. Right. So we'll get into this a little bit later this morning as well. And uh, Old People's Secrets is back. So lots going on today's show and get you into see Pearl Jam and get you on the standby list to go to Australia if you want to do some international travel. Your news, though, is next. We'll do it next. It's K-Rod. We are Klein Alley's show. It's your ADD News in a moment. Remember, as home invasions are on the rise, smash and grabs continuing, if Ali reports on anything involving thievery or robbery during the ADD News, call us up so we can set you up with a home security system uh, from our friends at the Monitoring Center. So be ready to call, and I don't know if that'll happen during the news now or at 8 or 9, or maybe it won't happen today at all, but it seems like people keep getting robbed. So we will be reporting on it. Let's figure out what else is going on in the world right now with your ADD News. And here she is. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. You know what I feel like? Soup. It's definitely a soup day. Oh, I made soup for the week. All right. We're in another storm. Possible thunderstorms tonight. Clearing up by Thursday, but more rain by the weekend. In the meantime, the city's falling apart. There's a sinkhole on the 405 right off the Sepulveda Pass, and that ramp is going to be closed for up to a month. Then, PCH is going to be closed every night until further notice because the road is falling apart there as well. But, on the plus side, overall, L.A. has successfully turned itself into what they call a sponge city. Where they have replaced... It's juicy. Yes, LA it is, is juicy. Good point, Vanessa. L.A. is very juicy now. Well, they've replaced a bunch of the concrete infrastructure with dirt and plants that can then absorb water and drain it into various places so that they can save it. And so far, after doing that, we have saved 8.6 billion gallons of water, which is enough to sustain over 100,000 households for one year. Omar, I think you should sue because it was like only a few years ago that Omar yeah, got peer, peer pressured into changing, ripping out all his grass and putting down turf to save the planet. True. Now, do you think all the turf people look like idiots? Um, oh, no. My house looks amazing. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I, I, I don't you, regret it at all. You really? Don't, you don't regret oh, it, Omar. Oh, it's amazing. But, but, oh, but, but for everyone that was basically told... You know, hey, uh, guys, if we keep watering our lawns, we're all screwed. You're basically being selfish, and you're you're basically saying, F you, humanity. And there now, was a little bit of that shame. There was know, a lot of shame. For sure. A lot yeah, of shame. Totally. And Especially now, if you wanted your grass green, which I do. Now there's too much uh, water. They can't even yeah. uh, find a place to put it. The yeah, roads are eroding yeah. away. Don't you think yep. that it's a flex, Omar, to have 
kept a regular lawn and kept it green through all this bad weather no, and everything. Like my lawn weather? looks like crap, and I feel sad and well, shameful about fault. it. That's your well, fault. That's because you, tried... you don't know how to take care of it properly. Yeah, and you yeah. tried to build and a rock box. And you got box. that stupid box. The yeah. box of rocks. <laughs> all those things are correct. But I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> if somebody like me had kept a green lawn, yeah, I would have been very. I think I would have been more proud of that than just cop, you know doing the cop out turf stuff. I mean, like, well, of course, my neighbor's lawn looks way better because it's fake, and she didn't have to do anything to work for it. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah, Wait. but I have I, I have the best of both worlds because I have fake in the front and then uh, real in the back. Yeah, almost got, like, the mullet of lawns. Ah, uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, fake Ali, in the front. Ali, would you, if, do you give less credit to someone who is skinny because of Ozempic? Yes. You do? Yes, someone who's because they didn't out. have to work for it. Huh, interesting. And when they go off Ozempic, they're just going to go right back to the previous habits that they had, and they're going to gain weight even faster, some of them do. What are your feelings on audiobooks? I think audiobooks are better than reading. <laughs> yeah, because Allie, Allie claims she reads a lot of books, and we found out she listens to them. So, you know, that's a great point, Jake the Nerd. Thank you for saying yeah. that. You're right. Allie's kind of like the fake grass of reading. It's even better She's because the, the of person reading. often who wrote the book is reading it to me. Right. Okay, what are you, baby? It's like a little story time. All right, more new Linkin Park is coming your way. It is a new song called Friendly Fire. It has been teased. It was teased yesterday on their official Instagram. And this is another unreleased song with Chester Bennington on the vocals. This was created during the One More Light 2017 sessions. So, again, this is another one that was that they created while Chester was still with us. And here is the tease. This is Friendly Fire coming Big out soon. Asses, but I do speak for the masses. May not be mm. pretty. May not be cute. No cap love for the average good group. That's terrible. That's a terrible song. I think it's actually impressive. That's not Linkin Park, you guys. That's my, the one more light session. That's my medium ass song. <laughs> Linkin Park, with, but that's Mike Shinoda. That's not the Chester part. That's, oh, that was, okay. That's Mike Shinoda rapping. Okay, I get it. Yeah. That was not Linkin Park. That was the dumb song I did. Yeah. I keep deleting it. Where do you guys find that song? It's, it's a been, different kind of friendly fire. Here's the actual Linkin Park song. Hell yeah. It's juicy. Mm -hmm. I love the cussing. <laughs> There's no cussing, Vanessa. I love Vanessa. Uh. She does. She's, it's not her first time. I didn't know she, she did sessions with Chester Bennington. She's done yeah, a lot of mashups with Linkin Park over <laughs> the years. That's really beautiful. Allie, let's not forget when she did Numb That Tune on the show. Oh, my God. That's right. That and was, that was uh -huh. their other new previously was, unreleased lost, song. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And she made, she delivered this. Lost in this memories. Leaving behind my own illusion. Lost. Beautiful. That was with a mouthful of gauze after going numb in the uh, dental chair. Vanessa, so. can we numb you up again and you can sing this new one? I, I don't need to get numb. Okay. <laughs> She's right. right. True. Good point. True. Good point. Yeah. We'll right. laugh regardless. We're going to kick off a brand new hour of this show in just a moment as we unload GOAT together. Any uh, comments, critiques, criticisms that have been waiting on the GOAT line? That number is 844-956-GOAT. Unlimited storage, 24-7, 365. We'll uh, pick through some of these messages, make some more space, unload and go together. Next hour on the show, 
Tickets, tickets, tickets. We got a little show happening here at the Helpful Honda Sound Space at K-Rock to see the band Beaches. The Beaches will be here. We'll get you in as well. That's on Thursday this week. And your chance to win coming up very shortly right here on K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, my God, it's raining! There's your weather. Uh, it's Klein Alley Show on a Tuesday morning. Back at it again if you had a long weekend. Hope you enjoyed it. In the studio right now because we've got stuff to give you all show long, all week long. Pearl Jam, that is the band. Sydney, Australia is the destination. K-Rock World Tour rolls on. This time we get you all the way to Australia to see Pearl Jam. And we'll give you some tickets to see their shows just announced at the Kia Forum. So be ready to call and win. We'll do that in about two hours, 9 o'clock, and then again at noon, 3 and 6, all week long right here on K-Rock. Yeah, you're probably going to see Nicole Alvarez if you win that trip to Australia because she follows them wherever they go. She'll probably be next to you on the plane, next to you in the hotel. You've seen them, what, like 108 times or something crazy like that? It is. It's really frustrating. And I mean that in a good way, but if you ever have a friend who's really passionate about something, whatever it is, and you do it once or you have your one experience like normal people and they go, oh, that's nice. This is my 9,000th time. And you go like, oh, <laughs> damn you. Yeah. Never. But think about something that you love, even though I don't know if you really love that many things. I can count on one hand the things I love. <laughs> well, Pizza, elevators that open, different doors <laughs> in and out. And sex. Getting off the back of the Burbank flight. Sex. That may be it. Four things. I think I'm tapped out. And Jake's breasts. I like Jake's breasts. Shake He's it, got Jake beautiful But think breasts. about what, something that you love and how much money you are willing to spend on that thing. Like, you know, my stepdad loves Grateful Dead and has probably spent thousands and thousands of dollars seeing them over the course of his lifetime. And think about just one thing that you love, even golf, and how much money people spend on that stuff. Just on a hobby, something that they enjoy. Well, the formula is always this for me when it comes to anything. If I enjoy it, it's a time slash effort plus price equals something. And will mm -hmm. that thing that that equals be better than or less than the thing I enjoy? Usually it's always less than. So I don't do it. That's why I find free hobbies like hiking. Yeah, but see, those can't bring you possibly any joy. Oh, you're I, just you, if you do it enough, it brings you joy. No, it doesn't. You're just con it's, you're convincing yourself it's bringing you joy, but it's not. It's a waste of time. You, yeah, but I mean, I'm, it's happy. Sometimes it's great brain, being brainwashed, you know. I put a picture up on the Instagram uh, because I was uh, getting on my flight yesterday, and I had picked up some cheese 
because I was like grabbing some food to eat on the plane, and and my wife smelled it, and she said, "This this is going to start stinking." It was like a wedge of brie cheese, and she said, "You you got you bought a wedge of brie for the plane." Not to your wife, not you say, "Would you brie mine?" I said, "Would you brie mine?" I stole the line from the Valentine's Day card from the card and got the actual brie. She said, "Quote, get me something for the plane. I feel like by the time we get home, it's going to be too late for dinner." And I don't know. Apparently, I don't know her at all. So I, I, I got her a wedge of brie cheese. I thought. I remember at one point she liked that, so I thought she would like it. And the thing started smelling. So she said to me, "Throw this out." Now this was an unopened wedge of cheese. Oh my god! Do you still have it? I'll take it. I put it on. I put it. I would not put it in the trash can. So I put it on the lip of the trash can at the airport right before a TSA. And I posted the location and I said, "Someone, please go enjoy yourself some free cheese on me." Oh my god! And a lot of people said, "Allie is going to be punching the sky right now." With so anger. Mad. So angry that that thing's just sitting there. Oh, what a waste of a perfectly good wedge of brie. So, if you are uh, got some downtime today, you want to fly over to Phoenix. You should have gerbled it. It's a wedge of cheese. <laughs> I should have. I already had a cheddar up there, though. I don't want to double up the cheese. Makes it taste better. Uh, we unload goat together, then we give you some tickets. We'll do it next right here on K Rock. Good morning. K Rock, Clown Alley Show on a very wet Tuesday morning. Update you if you're wondering why traffic is extra bad today. Maybe it's the sinkholes, the potholes opening up everywhere. Maybe it's because Biden's in town. I wonder if the uh, presidential uh, motorcade is going to get to drive over some of our world-famous potholes. Oh, I know. Sinkholes. That's Great. how you really know you've made it here to Southern California. Uh, that's happening. So if you need us and we're not around, the GOAT line is always there, 24-7, 365. Does not take a day off. Does not celebrate President's Day. Doesn't care. Just takes your messages. And every once in a while, this is where people call when they listen to us not live on the podcast or they got complaints or they can't get through or they want to make fun of us and they didn't get enough of that for four hours every morning. It's time for us to do our weekly clean-out of the goat line as we unload goat. Hey, what's up, guys? Sweet dibs. So, I was just catching up on a podcast. I got the perfect summation for Omar and Jake. Omar is the audio sniper. The OG audio sniper. Jake is the audio diaper. Because he's a little baby bitch. Pew, pew! Take that, Jake. Oh. Right. <laughs> Woo! All right, don't, don't need to make fun so of Jake here. So mean Jake is trying. Oh. He wants to be the audio sniper. It's his goal of the year. And That's so, my word. It's his. He claims he invented the concept of audio sniper. <laughs> He's just not good at doing it. And Jake and Omar is really the audio sniper. Let's but, all be nice to Jake today. Yeah, Jake needs our love now more than ever. This is going to be Ellie after Valentine's Day. She's going to be like, oh, so she told me that she gave uh, her friend Kalingus and... No, no, she did it for a good reason. She she was practicing the new move, and she just wanted to get better <laughs> for me. And I think I really appreciate it. She just wanted to get some feedback. Shock. So, yeah, uh, Allie's uh, wife did leave her alone on Valentine's Day last week and yeah, to which... hang out with a friend of hers. And this guy's theory is that no matter what she did with the friend, even if it was full-blown sexual, you will come up with an excuse as to why it was not cheating. Well, but her she's... friend was, lives in Germany and was just out visiting, okay? The Germans it... aren't into weird sex, so They're you're all not. right. You're nothing to worry about <laughs> Everything there, Everything is fine. <laughs> right, They of had a great time rekindling their, their, their friendship. Friendship. Mm -hmm. And they all hung out together as a friend group, okay? Thomas? What? No, no, topless? not topless. No. I think maybe the friend maybe was topless at one point because she was breastfeeding. But that's aside from the point. <laughs> she breastfeeding your wife? <laughs> no, no. I was thinking for Here, a second maybe she would do their... something like send me a flowers or nothing. a nice meal. She did and nothing was... for you. No, I think when she woke up, she texted me Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, that was it. Sweet. It's the thought that counts, right? 
Hey guys, Blind Charlie here. I want to pre-order one of the long question shirts that you're making uh, of Allie's long question, if that's possible, because I don't know how to do the website and get the updates and see when it's going to be available, so... Help me out here. Okay. Yeah, he's blind, so he can't operate it. We do have a, a prototype of what that would look like. These are taking some of Allie's longest questions he's ever asked during interviews and putting them on T-shirts where they take over the whole front whole back of the T-shirt. Uh, of course, a lot of merch has been inspired by Allie's long questions, and we have to take a break now. But if you missed it, this was really the original piece of merch, Allie. We'll play this into break now. But we, we will be making shirts very soon. That we'll We have... actually got approval from our boss yeah, about t- this. Yeah, we will be making Wait, these really? shirts. Yeah. Oh, yes. He, Allie's long questions. Is it going to be more expensive because it's going to require so much ink for That's all what the I, letters? I yes. asked him that, Omar, and he said, I don't care. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, that's amazing. He said multiple times, I'm going to get the shirts made. Here's why he right. likes the idea, because he's a businessman, and he realizes that the reality is you're only going to be able to fit the question on four shirts minimum. So it's going to be a buy one. You have to buy four shirts to get the full question. It'll be like a set. Uh, but this is what inspired it all. We'll be right back. From the people who brought you Now That's What I Call Music comes a new collection that you can't pass up. Uh, yes. For the first time ever, <laughs> it's the greatest collection of the longest questions ever asked. Now That's What I Call Questions Volume 1 is six and a half hours of long questions, all asked by the great Allie Johnson, including questions asked to bands. It was kind of expensive, right? To, to So... I mean, is it still, I mean, you've blown up so quickly. Is it still really nerve-wracking even being in front of audiences? Comedians. And I know for comedians now, too, <laughs> the social media is becoming such a bigger part of that whole routine as well. Like, so many comedians now putting up clips and little things like snippets or crowd work mm-hmm. or something like that just to kind of blow up on TikTok. And then all of a sudden, your show is selling out when it wasn't before because of the, the stuff you're putting out on social media. So that makes, I mean, I mean that's a whole other... Jesus. Like, are people writing just materials the specifically for social media now? Or is it just, hey, I'm take these bits and pieces that are like, good enough to get people into the room and that's when I'm going to give them my gold. Even long questions about the weather. But Fluffy, I'm noticing that even in this torrential downpour, this atmospheric river, this pineapple express, whatever it's been called, you're still wearing shorts. Will any... Weather get you to wear pants ever. Oh. Now that's what I call questions is being called rambling. I mean, I mean that's a whole other like hey I'm gonna disjointed to, to so I mean And even stupid Will any weather Order now that's what I call questions volume one call one eight hundred five two oh one oh six seven or go to www.aliasreallylongquestions at nobody could follow dot com and that's when I'm gonna give him my gold. Get yours today you are either going to strongly agree or very strongly disagree with this theory that has been circulating, gone viral in the past few days. It involves Doritos. It's a new theory. I can't understand theories like the theory of relativity. The even Pythagorean gra- theorem. That, that, forget about that. That's too much for me. But the Dorito theory is something that I think I can understand. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can understand it. And this woman's going to explain it to you in a second. This is K-Rock, by the way. We are Klein Alley Show. If you've heard of the Dorito theory... Is it that they're delicious? That's it. Ali solved it. (laughs) All right, moving on. How would you disagree? It's a theory based on the concept of how we eat, how most people eat Doritos. And I don't know if this applies to Doritos Locos Tacos as well, but I would assume it would. The theory goes like this because apparently it is potentially affecting and ruining all of our lives or could make our lives instantly better if we're able to identify 
when and how we are using this, quote, new Dorito theory. One thing I can't stop thinking about is called the Dorito theory. I learned about this and now I see everything a little bit differently. It goes like this. How did she learn about this? Well, she made it up. She made it up is how she learned about it. I can't stop thinking about this theory. I can't stop thinking about Doritos, so I'm already kind of on the same page as her. All I'm thinking about constantly is, man, I'd love some Doritos right now. I don't know what this is, but I would assume any Doritos theory has been constructed by an extremely high person. It'd have to be. This has to be a... No sober person has a theory on Doritos. Right. Uh, It's got to be a thought. And then first you start thinking to yourself, is this going to be... Is it about the types of people that have Doritos or buy Doritos? Something to do with the triangles being a sign of the Illuminati. I don't know, right? But she explains it, and it's actually something that she claims is less about the Dorito and more about how we consume said Dorito. The idea is that only experiences that aren't truly satisfying are maximally addictive. So take that in for a second. Anything that is not really truly satisfying us are the things that we are the most addicted to, be it sitting down and being able to polish off an entire bag of Doritos. Oh, like we're going to eat that faster because it's not satisfying enough? Yeah, she claims, this is her theory, the Dorito theory says the following, that most things in life that bring us fake joy or limited joy or not real joy are the things that we are the most addicted to. And she explains why she feels this way. Now, listen, you may agree with this. You may say this is true in my life, but it applies to this or that, looking at porn online, whatever. I would argue that all these things that bring me joy, even if it's temporary joy, is still joy. Yeah, I don't think she's saying it's not joy, but the way you experience it is going to be different. And I I think that's true. So, like, if you were going to have a crappy beer at a party, you may have six of them and not really think about the fact that you're drinking beer because who cares it's crappy beer. If you're going to have a really, really nice bottle of scotch or wine or whatever, you're going to savor it more because it's a more enjoyable experience. But... Is she's if she's being defamatory towards Doritos? I can then already, she should be killed. I cannot stand by this theory one way or another. So imagine eating Doritos when you eat a Doritos. Oh, that's all I do. All God, day. I want them so bad. Now, Think can we send it. Johnny to the store? I accidentally stole two bags of Doritos from the Hudson News at the airport yesterday because they, everything's self checkout now, and I was scanning, 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 and apparently I don't know what happened. I scanned the wrong barcode. Oh, congrats. And I ended it's up a passage. realizing that I got myself two stolen Cool Ranches. Cool. And let me tell you, Doritos taste even better when they're stolen. You probably saved like 20 bucks. There's my theory. When you eat a Dorito and finish your bite, you're not fully satisfied. It's not the... Mm. I am. Yeah, I am. No, because her point is that you can't... You won't just eat a Dorito and move on with your life because no one can do that. Yeah, That's but the, it's also conditioned to be that way. The Dorito is packed with things that make us want... It's the same thing with soda. It's packed with something that just makes you want to keep drinking it, drinking it, drinking it, drinking it, because it's addictive on purpose. But I, but listen to her theory, because her theory states... Because I would argue that's the one benefit of the end of the bag, even though those bags are 90% air and you get a few chips in there, is that when the chips are gone and you drink all the crumbs out of the bottom mm-hmm. and then lick your fingers. Oh, it's the best part. And then lick the bag. And then contemplate eating part of the bag. And then turning the bag inside out to lick it more properly. Once you get through all those steps of the Dorito. And then you look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, you see you have a few more crumbs on your mustache, but then you eat those too. (laughs) Once you get to all that, then you realize there's nothing left. I can move on with my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, She's claiming that's not necessarily the case. And finish your bite. You're not fully satisfied. It's not the same as eating a steak. Eating potato chips is addictive because... 
the peak of the experience is kind of when you're tasting it and not after. There's kind of nothing that exists actually once the experience is done. Well, first of all, she's wrong. Well, this that's is, I mean that's yeah, it. She's wrong. The fir- the peak. This lady's dumb. She, I don't even think this woman knows Doritos because she's already like, now made seriously. the jump from Doritos into potato chip land. And those are completely different. <laughs> completely things. different. So already not a doctor, ma'am. Sorry. Thanks for trying. <laughs> but the peak experience, everyone can agree, is the first opening of the bag, and then the first chip you put into your mouth. Ma- the first... Oh, the untainted chip. The untainted... It's not broken. First chip that's like got all that freshness. Yeah. That is the peak experience there. So she's even got it a peak... It has the best ex- crunch, that, that chip. The fir- and, the, and the first one is usually the whole chip on the top that's floating there like an angel, not, you know, crumbled up at the bottom. It's untainted the other- by right. the other chips below it. It's a perfect one. But I can't... But but she's saying that the most satisfying part is tasting it. Isn't that the the case with any food? Yes, she's not saying anything. <laughs> so that's what that does smart. it matter? Well, regardless, this is now everyone is going to start seeing trending Dorito theory. Trying to figure out. Oh, that sounds delicious. Oh my delicious. god, I want them so bad. Oh man, that is that person is living the good life right there. That's good stuff. The experience itself is not satisfying in the end it's kind of the the moment of having is the satisfying part i think this applies to a lot of different very addictive things in life like the infinite scroll on tiktok you're never satisfied after you engage in the behavior it's really just that that moment of hitting the scroll is when the dopamine comes but uh, let me ask That's you a question Ali, in most things you do that are fun things, pleasure zone things eating sex i think those are all of them right is mm-hmm. there anything else i'm missing out Going to like a concert, whatever. The fun Hanging is all- with your family, <laughs> spending time too. with your family because you love them. No, Doritos. Back to Doritos. <laughs> in in most of the fun stuff, you do sometimes after the fun ends. There is that. The, she's making the point that after the fun is over, it's not fun. She's right. Like, well, duh. That's not even a theory. That's just facts. If that's you go, the, that's if you go on a vacation, right. the build up of the vacation and the first day you get there is the most exciting right. part. When you're leaving the vacation, yeah, that's not the most satisfying part. And you slide that bill under your you door. You don't have to be a, a, an idiot to understand that. Right. It, but that's true for all things. You go out drinking with your friends, you're having fun while you're out, and then the next day you wake up, you feel like trash and you're hungover and uh, you realize you wait, wasted way too much money Every and you left your credit card at the bar. Every experience is a bag of Doritos. That, and, and so if her theory is that every experience in life is like eating a bag of Doritos, I can get behind that as a theory, sure. But if she's saying that she's trying to now say avoid anything that brings you maximum pleasure during the process with no actual um, satisfaction. That's what she's making the point of making. And I could be satisfied eating a full bag of Doritos. Would I feel like trash afterwards? Of course. All the best things make us feel like trash afterwards. Yes. Yeah, no strings at one night stand. In the moment, it's fun. And then afterwards, like, oh, man. 949 said this is just like gambling. The first first gamble, the first hit, the first time you get to Vegas. That's what life is about is all those moments where you're just starting a new experience. That's the exciting thing. The highlight of any Vegas trip I've ever been on is when the plane, the wheels hit the ground in Vegas and the pilot says, welcome to Vegas. That's always the highlight. It's all downhill for me from there. Or when you first walk into the casino, like you're about to check into the hotel. By then I'm already down, but usually (laughs) with the landing part. Now that I have a word for it, now that I have a framework for it with Dorito theory, just this idea that... Things that aren't actually satisfying are the ones that are maximally addictive, and that's why I want them. 
I think I can identify those areas and try to avoid them more effectively. Why avoid I them? I can definitely avoid happiness if I really work yeah, at it. Yeah, that's what she's saying. Am I crazy that she's saying now that I can understand? This woman f- is stupid. But- she's just saying that, yes, some of the experiences that we want to have are addictive. We all know this already. It doesn't need to be a Dorito theory. Right. This is just basic knowledge. It's basic knowledge that if you spend 20 minutes scrolling TikTok, yes, maybe you've accomplished nothing and the dopamine is the scroll more than what you're consuming, but okay, you still like doing that 20 minutes of your time. So do it. If that brings you I'm, get a, get, I'm at a gas station and I'm getting Doritos for my commute. Good for you. It's 7.37 in the morning. Thanks, guys. <laughs> my life is about to get better. <laughs> it is. Imagine the trade-off between eating an amazing steak versus eating an entire bag of potato chips. There's no turn-off mechanism in your brain for the potato chips, whereas with the steak there might actually be. You're not going to. Not in my brain. That's some, yeah, can what someone talking punch about? this woman in the face? I don't think she's ever had a steak or Doritos. I, I'm convinced. She's starving. She's Give this woman a chip. <laughs> Please just give something her something to eat. To eat. <laughs> so that's your theory. It's Dorito theory. I got a theory. Shut up. This is K-Rock. K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. It's our friends from the Olive Garden right there. I'm on skin. This is K-Rock and a lot of uh, texts coming through about the, quote, Dorito theory. Most people don't get on board with it. 213, smart theory. Now I understand why I love crack. Yeah, I mean, that really is all the things in life that bring us, most of the things in life that bring us instant joy, cheap thrills, whatever, are probably not great for us. But they're fun. And I know people that live a very, like, um... I'm sure everyone's got a friend that's like, I work out five days a week. I don't need anything that's bad for me ever. And and I feel like you only get so much time on this planet. Shouldn't you enjoy some of those things that we know are not good for us, but that we still... Yeah, exactly. And and what you were playing during the song was her suggesting that everyone remove things from their lives. Right. That are generally not high quality satisfaction, like that that are not high quality satisfactory things, yeah. and I think that's BS. Yeah, this is how she wrapped up her whole thought we about. And the- it's impossible to fill your life with everything that's completely satisfactory. The life is theory. mild satisfaction sometimes, and even that, the, that's a good day. Yeah, and then you get a couple of like those great moments where, whoa, that was way yes. better than expected, or oh, you won't believe what song that band played or who they brought on stage. You're that was right, Klein, unexpected. Those moments will. Feel sweeter. Sweeter. So here's uh, here's how she wraps up her 15 seconds, the Dorito theory. A little bit intense, but I'd recommend actually trying to just remove anything that you think falls into Dorito category, which types of things you guys would classify as under this Dorito theory. She also got that She's losing it. In- influencer voice there going toward the end. Yeah, somebody on the text line said that if you have influencer voice, then your opinion can't be trusted. So there you have it. We got to take a quick break. We're back in a second. We got your ADD news. Remember, if uh, there's any break in reporting, robberies going on, call us up and claim your home security system. That's coming up. Also, a little bit later this morning, we will get you to see Pearl Jam at the forum, get you on that standby list to go to Australia. And Seinfeld is at the bowl with friends as part of Netflix as a joke. And all you have to do is uh, figure out if Vanessa here, who will be doing her first stand-up ever tomorrow, is able to correctly (laughs) finish some of Seinfeld's most classic bits. I think she'll be able to. (sighs) Could score you some tickets to the bowl. It's all coming out this morning right here, K-Rock. K-Rock, we have Clan Alley Show. That's some cannons for you in about an hour. We'll get you on that standby list to go to Australia, see Pearl Jam. Before then, though, we'll get you in the Hollywood Bowl. with Seinfeld and Friends, part of Netflix is a joke. And the only thing standing between you and those seats... Our Vanessa, who is 24 hours away from doing her first ever stand-up, forced stand-up, 
And Vanessa, you got to do a tight two minutes. How are you feeling right now? Here we are a day out from your... I feel not prepared. Zero. Well, you're not prepared. I'm not prepared. Well, then your feeling is accurate. That is yep. exactly right. So you better believe that this is going to be quite an event. It's not. I don't think it is open to the public, unfortunately, but we're going to make sure all the audio is... Uh, we'll, we'll break it down in its entirety on uh, Thursday's show after she does her first ever stand-up. She's ne- are you nervous? I don't feel anything right now. I just feel not prepared. Right. I don't feel nervous for some reason. Well, I think you will. Uh, uh, I, know, you I mean, day of. But right now, I just feel like, where is this content I'm supposed to memorize? And I'm terrible at memory. Well, here's the good news. Uh, coming I'm terrible up, at memory. There you go. See, I'm terrible at words. Yeah, that's right. In a few moments, you're going to learn from Seinfeld, the master. And uh, it's going to help some listeners get some tickets to his upcoming show at the Hollywood Bowl. And you maybe, uh, maybe you plagiarize a joke or two. No big deal, right? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, great. Here's your news. <laughs> Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. News you can trust. Ish. So, the Sandman is back in the news, Klein. I don't know if you saw this, but Adam Sandler received yet another award. This time, a People's Choice Award. Uh, he specifically won the Icon Award. And no, re- no one really watches the People's Choice Awards, I don't think. But his speech is being criticized. Um, for being highly inappropriate in what is normally a family-friendly award show. Though he won the Icon Award, he claims that he misheard his agent when he called him to say that he won it and thought instead that he won the People's Sexiest Man Alive. So he wrote a speech for that instead of a speech for the Icon Award. And this is just a piece of what it sounded like. To the People Magazine's Academy members of hotness and sexual attractiveness, I would like to say thank you for recognizing me as the man who made our entire country the horniest this year. For decades, Adam Sandler has been waiting patiently on the sexy bench with his legs wide open, (laughs) radiating sensuality, finger-licking desirability, and a slight hint of man bulge. (laughs) Say tastefully displayed for his, her, or they's pleasure. Goes on for a while. I don't understand. What's the problem? Yeah, it's funny. He's doing a bit. It's not the best, but I mean, it's hilarious. That's, uh, that's, that's like, oh, that's Sandler at his finest right there. That's prime Sandler. Going up there saying, oh yeah, thank you for this. You don't care. This is way better than the other stuff. Of course it is. What's he wearing? Basketball shorts and a big stained shirt? Probably. (laughs) He's wearing a suit with sneakers, I think. Yeah, whatever. But, but the thing is, think about the people who watch the People's Choice Awards. It's going to be like younger people, families, younger people. No, it's not. Really? So yeah. No one's watching awards. I don't even know what the people. Choice Awards is. The people are the young people. What people? It's the young people who are like best Is this kids. People Magazine? Is this what this is? Or this you, is the People's Choice Awards. Nothing to do with People Magazine. I don't Magazine. know what that were those words mean. I <laughs> know it doesn't have to do with People's Magazine. That's what Adam Sandler's joke is that he got it me- mixed up with the People's Sexiest Man Alive thing. But uh, don't you have to be eighteen to vote anyway? I don't know what the thing is for People's Choice Wait, Awards. Is this, I, was it actually on TV? The People's Choice Awards? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> See, that's my point. No one knows anything about this. Did I not say nobody watches the People's Choice Awards? That's right. But and the people hilarious. who do are like people like that are young and just wrong. Wanna... That's where you're wrong. The people that do are old. No, I think for the People's Choice Awards, it's like young people that like action movies and no. like hot people, and they Stop. just want to vote on celebrities. And those are the people who vote. 
Well, regardless. And it's the public. You can vote up to 25 times per day per category. Yeah, and this is just the general public of people who want to vote for best on-screen kiss. It's all, like, people that... Losers. Yeah, well, I mean, not <laughs> losers, you, losers, but it's that type of vibe. Listen, huh. if Sandler didn't do that dumb speech, no one would even be talking about this thing today. It would have exactly. just come and gone, and it wouldn't have even been a thing. So I'm glad he got to talk about his man, Bulge. <laughs> And good for you. Adam Sandler, um, uh, what do you think about how you did on the People's Choice Award? Nah, gotta go. <laughs> He's, bye. You He's, know, you've never done his other voice. Where are dogs like yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's a tougher one. You only do this one. He you don't to, know that one. He did, he had, yeah, that's right. He had to leave. Uh, the other Alice one's new uh, Allie, yeah. good. Great. I'm out. Allie's right, in. The problem is Allie's going to embrace it and she's going to do it for real. hours. It's too much responsibility. All right. Responsibility. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Sandman. Some lottery news, both current and potential future winners. So first off, it seems that our local $2 billion lottery winner, Edwin Castro, might have a girlfriend. Yeah. He went on a... Hope it's me. It's not you. Oh. Uh, at least Disappointment. not you. <laughs> it's too bad. <laughs> I'd love to date that guy. He went on a date with a mystery woman. They went to Sushi Park together, which I believe is $400 a head minimum. Then they drove around in his new Porsche. And um, obviously, he looks like he's having a great time. He looks like, it looks like traditional date stuff. So who knows of whether or not that's going to last. Meanwhile... You also have a Powerball lawsuit that is currently taking place. This story is bonkers. Yeah, so this guy bought a ticket in January of last year when the jackpot was $340 million. Then uh, he picked his numbers by, like, birthdays and anniversaries, typical, you know, lottery. Lo- typical t- loser typical, talk. Exactly. Right. Fine. <laughs> then the next day, he checked the website and saw that his numbers matched the winning numbers. And he celebrated, da-da-da-da. But then when he went to cash out, they said, this is not a winning ticket. And he was like, what are you talking about? I have it matches the numbers that were on the website. They were like, well, those numbers were posted in error. And those aren't the numbers that were actually what? pulled at the live drawing. Can you imagine? No way. Yeah, it's of like a, some glitch or mistake. A, a mental F in your brain than thinking you won the $300 million Powerball. Checking your ticket, going to the official website. This isn't like you went to some rogue website. You went to the official website. Mm-hmm. Saw the numbers. They match. He accepted the fact, I am now a multimillionaire. Wow. Life is set. And then when he went in to get, get claim his oversized check. God, that feeling. They said, oopsies, uh, there's a coding I- I- error. He said that the person ticket- at the lottery place said, you should just throw that in the trash. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was their quote. This is so, so He's suing, by the way, for, yeah. I think he wants the full payout. He's not going to get it, but I think that's what no, he's, he's suing for. No, he's not going to get it, but he should get something. Yeah, I mean, you guys even worse odds than winning the lottery. It, you're Seriously, right. Seriously, you're odds, right, Jake. The odds of fake winning the lottery are worse because of a, because of a website glitch are way worse than winning the real lottery. Isn't it? extreme like whoever is in charge of the website their one job is to put the numbers that were drawn onto the website yeah and i don't know if it was some kind of glitch in the matrix or if the idiot just i don't know put up a day like the day previous but then still i mean that, that's gotta be you're right jake like one in a billion that that would even happen so this guy wants money, and he should get it. I mean, he's not going to, but he should because that's that, that mentally. I would imagine all the people that sue for mental anguish. What's more mental anguishing than that? Absolutely, you just feel life. like a loser for the rest of your life. Hey, Deborah, uh, you're on K Rock quickly. Yeah. What's up? Hey, y'all. Regarding the People's Choice, 
Yes, it was on television. Oh, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but what the channel? Best part, uh, I think 11. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds about right. Okay. So checks out. the actual channel, yeah. I think we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and All what's the, the best part? No, ahead of time that they won. Yeah. Oh, okay, got so it. Uh, okay. okay, so there's no surprise. And okay. you watch it every year? Oh, Do you watch geez. it with your children? Hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Go ahead, Deborah. I'm sorry, you're still talking? Yeah, if you, yeah. Right. Let me hang up on you the right way now. Hold on. Okay. Bye. There we go. There we go. Okay. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, welcome to a brand new hour of wet goodness right here, the world-famous K-Rock. We would say that regardless of the weather outside. It's going to be pretty crappy today, tomorrow, and then eventually, I guess, the rain will go away. We don't have Dop- we don't have access to Doppler uh, technology here, so we're just kind of looking out the window and guessing. Also, we don't have a window in the studio, so I'm going by information that... Sunny and clear skies in the other studio next door. Oh, man, it looks great next door. Beautiful. Dry, nice and dry next door. <laughs> we got lots going on this hour. We'll get you into Seinfeld, the Hollywood Bowl. If you want in on that show, uh, the only thing standing between you and access is Vanessa... Call us now. We'll get into that game in a moment. 800-520-1067 to play and win yourself tickets. Netflix is a joke. Taking over venues all over Southern California. And we'll get you into, I think, the probably the hardest ticket to get, which is Seinfeld and Friends at the Hollywood Bowl. We got that to get to this hour. Then in one hour, right from now, we'll get you to see Pearl Jam. There you go. Wow, that's cool. At the Forum and on the standby list to see them in Australia. That's all coming up this morning. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Hi. You got Jake the Nerd over there. What's up? DJ Omar Khan. Hey, hey. Postmaster Johnny taking your calls as we speak at 800-520-1067. And Vanessa, who is 24 hours away from taking to the stage to do her very first stand-up set. When we get back, will she be able to correctly predict Seinfeld's punchlines? It could score you tickets, and we'll do it after panic on Kara. K-Rock, we are Klein Ellie Show, and that right there is the next big star. You know, you think about these comedians now, household names like Seinfeld and Friends that will be at the Hollywood Bowl. It's a show coming up as part of Netflix as a joke, and we'll get you into it right now. That show is happening on, let me do, do some, May 1st or 2nd. Seinfeld Friends, and Ali was going over the list of friends he's bringing. He's got good friends that will be with him. I think it's... Sebastian Maniscalco, Nate Bargatze, uh, Jim Gaffigan, I so, believe. So, there you go. You get some of the big ones all on the same stage at the same time. On the other end of the comedy spectrum, you've got Vanessa. She's never told a joke on stage in her entire life, but she will be tomorrow because she lost our Super Bowl bet, and as a result, we said the loser has to go and do two minutes of open mic at Flappers in Burbank. It's part of their weekly auditions that they do every Wednesday. She'll be auditioning for a showcase... Well, they're booking for their February and March spots, I believe. So well, if, I better suck, because so, I would suck if I was good. That would um, be amazing. I, would, I well, think that well, you will be good, and I think that you will book... I think you will be booked on one of their shows. Klein said this in the past that likability takes you a long way. Yep. And yeah. What Vanessa has is likability up the wazoo. A lot of comedians are not very funny, but they're likable and they keep mm-hmm. on telling jokes and selling out big venues. And you are very likable, Vanessa. Guys, stop hyping me up because it's literally. I wasn't nervous a second ago. I'm sweating now. <laughs> you see, that's she's great. great. She's so likable. That's the thing is, people so will awesome. want to watch Vanessa on stage, she's regardless so of whether or not she's telling jokes or telling them successfully. People will want to watch more of Vanessa. So here's what we got, Vanessa. We got some people here that would like to see Seinfeld on stage. We're going to give you the beginning of a Seinfeld routine. You get to riff on it a little bit after you hear the setup. 
And uh, let's see if you go the same direction he went with it. And and people will just predict whether or not you're going to go the same way as Jerry Seinfeld, one of the great joke tellers of all times, or you go your own way. And everyone who predicts correctly, will uh, Ali will write your name down. We'll give away some tickets to go see Seinfeld and Friends at the Bowl, okay? Let's do it. All right. This is, uh, let's add uh, uh, Nick. Hey, Nick. Welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, doing quite well. All right, here's the beginning, and uh, Vanessa will take it from Seinfeld's setup. So here we go. Here's the setup. All things on Earth only exist in different stages of becoming garbage. Okay, now he's going to go riff on that routine, uh, but we'll hear what he says in a moment. But she'll get to go first, Vanessa over there. Uh, you think she's going to go the same direction as Jerry or a different direction? I'm going to say a different direction. That's a smart guess right there. All right, Vanessa, here's your setup, and then you kind of riff on this concept for a little bit. Here we go. All things on Earth only exist in different stages of becoming garbage. Go on, Vanessa. Take it away. Okay, I just need an explanation of what do you mean by riff by it. Like, explain what he's trying to say, because I don't even know what he's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just take this idea that he's talking about and expand on it. Okay, one more time. Can I listen to it one more time? Yeah, okay. his concept is everything on Earth. You, here it is. All things on Earth only exist in different stages of becoming garbage. Okay, all right, I get it. Everything on Earth is going to be trash. It's that simple. My coffee cup, trash. This paper, trash. Is that what he means? <laughs> I think it's straightforward. Straight to the point. So you don't wish to expand upon that theory at all? Uh, we're all trash. We're all trash. There you go. There I like go. it. Here's what he, he had to say. Okay, your home is a garbage processing center where you buy new things, bring them into your house, and slowly crapify them over time. Okay? This is your life. I was not off. I was not off. No, you were not off. Oh, you're all excited when you get something, right? You bring it in, you open it on the kitchen table, the place of honor for the new arrival. <laughs> you read the instructions, fill out the registration card. You may even join the club of other idiots that have this thing. <laughs> and then some time goes by, and it slowly begins to dawn on you that Maybe you're not going to be quite as keen on drying out fruit and storing it in your basement <laughs> as you thought. So what do you do? You have to demote it. Objects start the highest level, visible in a living area. From there, it goes down to a closet, cupboard, or drawer. That's why we have those, so we don't have to see all of the huge mistakes we have made. Yeah, so that's, that's what you could have done. You could have gone, but you went with my coffee cup is trash and we are trash. I like Vanessa's version, too. Yeah, Jerry's better. a little wordy, man. This cup, trash. So you think... Paper, <laughs> trash. Wait, hold we on. We are trash. You think mm. uh, her, I like that her version is stronger? Totally. All right. So you get <laughs> one point, Vanessa, zero point, Seinfeld, if you're keeping track. And Nick uh, is right because you went a different way with it. Let's say hi to uh, Dan in Pico Rivera. Dan, welcome to Vanessa Tells Jokes. This is how she's going to get ready for her big stand-up routine tomorrow night, which we'll share with you the audio on the Thursday show. All right, Dan, here's the setup for the next Seinfeld bit. My folks moved to Florida this past year. They didn't really want to move to Florida, but they're in their 60s, and that's the law. Okay, so his parents moved to Florida because they're in their 60s, and that's the law. Vanessa, take it from here. Oh, but, oh no, wait, wait. Dan, will she go the same direction as Jerry or a different direction? 
Oh, she's going to go her own way. Vanessa's better. Go All for right. it. All right. Vanessa's better than Seinfeld. You heard Dan <laughs> Guys, say. stop hyping me up. This is... It doesn't work for me, but okay, this is what I think he's going to say. They moved to Florida because they can be weird over there. They can let their freak flag fly. What's that saying? You know what I'm saying. Anyway, so the older people go to Florida because they can just relax, do all the things that they can't really do in the other states, and yeah, I think that's what's happening. Wow, okay, interesting. (laughs) Crowd loves you, Vanessa. They love you. He said you would go a different direction. Here's how Seinfeld finished it. If you're not living in Florida by a certain age, they come and get you. They force you down there. They have cops, leisure police. They have people in golf carts with shorts, and they just jump out. Get the golf clubs. Get in the back, Pops. Come on. Drop the snow shovel. Kick it over here. Drop it. Put the mittens down, Mom. Hey, take it easy. Yeah, once again, Vanessa went a lot quicker with it and let your freak flag fly, old people, is what she yeah, said. I mean, and I think that Vanessa's maybe a more modern version, you know, saying you can do things in Florida that you can't do in other states. You can let your freak flag fly. I like it. This is the final one. Uh, I'm going to say he also was right. She went a different way. She did not go the same path as Jerry Seinfeld. And people say comedy is just a bunch of people ripping each other off. It's nice to know Vanessa, an original voice in comedy, not just stealing material from the greats. Uh, let's say hi to Sydney. Sydney, how, how goes it? Good, how are you guys? Uh, quite well. Hold on. Tickets on the line for you to see Seinfeld at the Bowl. Here's the next setup, and this will be the final one. Uh, here we go. You ever flush the toilet in a big party and the water starts coming up? Okay. There's the setup. You're at a big party, you flush the toilet, and the water starts coming up. Is Vanessa going to go the same way as Seinfeld or a different way, Sydney? I'm going to say she's going to go a different way than Seinfeld. All right. She's been going different all, all day. Uh, Vanessa, you're on stage now. You're telling jokes. This is your big setup to your big uh, two minutes of stand-up. You're at a party. You flush the toilet. The water starts coming up. So the water starts coming up. You freak out. So you get out of... No, you turn on the the faucet. So it seems like water is just coming out of everywhere. And you get out of there fast. And then the next person goes in and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Don't go with there. (laughs) Oh, I like it. So you blame the person that goes in after you. No, you warned them. You're like, that wasn't me, dude. I don't know. Water just come, started coming out of everywhere. But you're not really telling a joke here. You're trying to solve a problem. <laughs> you, you forget about your that goal? That is my joke. I'm, my joke is a story. Uh, okay. Some 817 said Vanessa is beautiful, so she never had to learn how to be funny. Ah, whereas Klein and Allie yeah, have had to learn you. how to get a you skill. You should take that as a compliment. Thank you. That's right. Here's, uh, here's how Seinfeld took that joke. <laughs> This is the most frightening moment in the life of a human being. You'll do anything to stop this. You lose your mind, start talking in the toilet. No, please don't do this to me, please. You gotta give me a break. There's a lot of people here. I'll get you the blue thing. It makes the water blue. Just give me this one chance. All right, well, anyway, I think Vanessa crushed it, and I think she should be opening at the bowl for sure. But it's going to start tomorrow night. Uh, Allie, everyone got theirs right today. Who's going to go see uh, Seinfeld and Friends at the Hollywood Bowl? All right, congrats, Nick. Go hey, enjoy Jerry Seinfeld. Nick, you'll be at the bowl, one awesome. of the biggest comedy shows in Southern California. Hold on one second. Everyone else will get to enjoy Vanessa on stage. Don't be fooled by what you heard today. She hasn't actually worked on her material just yet. We're going to work out. What is that, today we're working with her, Allie, or tomorrow? I mean, it's probably got to be today. All right, she today. needs to learn some of the material. Today, Vanessa's going to learn her two minutes of stand up and we'll get you updated quick break back with more now they rock in about 30 minutes get you on the standby list go to australia see pearl jam and give you some tickets to see them right here at the forum uh also clickbait coming up later this hour klein how much of your dignity would you sacrifice to make a few extra bucks what do you mean a few 
I would say, let's just say for the for the sake of this conversation, two thousand dollars a week. All dignity. Really? Okay, me too. Most dignity. Okay, okay. Because I got a proposition from somebody um, on Venmo, and I wanted to know if you think I should take this seriously and reach out to this person. Hold on. What do you mean on Venmo? I got a comment on a payment that I made. Your payments are still public on Venmo? Well, uh, I don't know how to change it. Oh, man. <laughs> I guess you've already lost your dignity. But you know how on Venmo you can go to people like people you follow or friends of yours and you can see their transaction history? It's kind of creepy to do that. Very strange. It's very weird. But every once in a while, if I'm on Venmo, I'll see you know people I've never talked to you know that have paid other people. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what that was about. This person does not follow me and they are not a friend. But I'll just show you their picture. This is Joshua. Ooh. Oh, I, without That's even definitely without, the reaction I want when people with, see my photo. Without even, <laughs> without you even telling oh, me oh. what the comment is, I can already guess he wants to. Uh, he wants to buy pictures of your feet or something. No, or wants to buy your this underwear? is not about my feet. I've been down that road before, Klein. People don't want my feet. Uh, I was unsuccessful trying to sell my own underwear on Craigslist. Saying these things out loud makes me feel bad about myself, but this is a a completely different thing. So this guy, Joshua, commented on a payment that I made to my cousin, my very hot cousin. Mm. You've seen my cousin. She's attractive. Very attractive. Another, uh, every other member of Allie's family tree, from the throat goat on down, they all got good looks except Allie. I don't know what it is. So this guy says, hello, ladies. I'm writing because I am in need of a sugar baby. Oh, yeah, I, I, this is an old... Yeah, good luck. What do you mean, good luck? That guy's got no sugar. What look do you at, mean? Look at that guy's picture. You think he's got uh, disposable yes. income? This guy's got, like, dot-com money, okay? This guy's like a... Com- this, this guy's, guy's like a Bitcoin a tooth, millionaire. Allie. Look in the middle of his face. He's not missing a tooth. The two front teeth are just really far apart. Okay. If that guy doesn't have braces money, he doesn't have sugar baby money. That guy is not a real sugar daddy. That's not what he's focused on. He doesn't have the money to work on himself because he's paying his sugar babies. But now he's run out of sugar babies. Do you see what he's standing under? See, this is why you're such an idiot. You're so blinded by this concept that someone's going to pay you for nothing. If he chooses me, he'll give me $5,000 up front. And then he'll give me a $2,000 weekly allowance. And he wants more than one. And he says, text me now. And he gave me his full phone number. Okay, full. I would love to call this guy and prove to you that a a he's not real, and b this guy is real. Why would he comment on me and my hot cousin's payment if he wasn't serious about making me a sugar baby? I could see your hot cousin getting approached from people to be the sugar babies. I think she get asks a lot. Yeah, asks yeah. a lot. Just because you eat a lot of sugar does not make you sugar baby material, Allie. For starters. Yeah, but all- and secondly, Omar, did you did Omar see this guy's picture yet? No, I'll send it to him. Okay. He is standing under what I can only describe as a. Definitely something that would be attached to a trailer, uh, a mobile home, not like a recreational mobile home. It's an overhang. It's a. It's he, maybe a, he's at work on one of his he's con, it, his construction sites. Let me tell you something. Nothing about this. I'm not saying you guys have to have a monocle and be sitting inside of a you know a, a Maserati to be considered because I would also consider that to be over flexing. But this guy is no sugar daddy. Well, he, trust me, he's no sugar daddy. He's not a. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Has a huge cap in his yeah. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, if you got sugar, sugar That's baby money, you're getting that fixed. Right. The first no, thing you're, you're not. Do, first thing you're doing is fixing your grill. First <laughs> thing. 
Second thing. No, no, no. Thing, he doesn't. He, he's he's I, spending I, money on you. his babies. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's got no babies. <laughs> he does. What? Why would he message me? And then what? I'm going to message him and say I want to be a sugar baby, and he's not going to be able to follow through. What's that's, the? What does he get out of this? That's part of the game. Sometimes. Sometimes. What's the game? They just. I don't what know. What does he want from I, me? I'm not a sugar. Uh, I'm not in the sugar community, so I don't know the game. But I think <laughs> I the, love how you're trying to be PC about. I, this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sugar I, person. I, I don't know. However, I, I respect the. I don't community. know what pronouns I'm supposed to sugary, use here anymore. The but, sugary people. But of what, the world. whatever it is, he doesn't have it, and you don't have it. And as a result, this is not a real offer. I think people do get this offer. I think there are a lot of people that have sugar. However, subsidies. You're not one of them. This is Klein. Hear me out, okay? Look at the level of person this is, right? And he's looking for a sugar baby. He probably looks at Allie and says, "Hey, this is right up my alley. I could afford this." Well, Thanks, Omar. Both insulting and true. <laughs> you're saying that this is an affordable way. I'm going to shower you in mac and cheese. Oh, this is what he's it. thinking. You know, it's funny because Allie needs a bag of onions. Allie does claim that she is a, Wal- a Colorado Walmart eight, and this guy also seems like he would be a Colorado Walmart. Definitely seems like a Walmart kind of person. Mm-hmm. But well, just off of looking at it. But you know what? Some of those weird dot com guys are like, you know, they're holed up in their living rooms. And I mean, he's probably taking a picture of one of his construction sites for a building that he owns no, or something false. like that. Yeah. Um, six six one What's, said uh, said that this guy is one of those people that's like, hey, I have to get your bank account information so that I can start tr- oh. sending you money. Oh, yeah. And then they'll start taking my So you, he, stuff. he thinks you look sad and lonely enough that he could scam you in a romance scam? <laughs> I don't scam? even have, I don't even know what case, picture I have right. on here. Do you have an actual picture of you? Who even oh, puts yeah, a picture? Oh, yeah, I've got a good picture of me. In Let me here. see the picture of you. Maybe you guys, <laughs> we, should, we should put a picture of Rally and a picture <laughs> of this guy. Like, what would our baby yeah, look like? Yeah, in one of those generators. <laughs> see what their, sh- their actual sugar baby would look like? Like? 323 said so this is just like Allie who thought a Lager was hitting on her yeah. just I mean, by driving if by. If you're new to the show, uh, so Allie claims a guy in a purple car honked at her one time and she's <laughs> came he in here. He honk at me. He she, was looking at me and doing the head nod like, hey, hey, right. I like and you. Next thing you know, Allie says, she tells us the headline, uh, LA Laker hit on me yesterday in traffic. Yeah. And we say, which Laker was it? She goes, I don't know which one he was, but he but was he in was a purple wearing, car. He was in a purple the, and yellow car. It was the, And he had a bunch of gold necklaces right. on. But once again, does not mean he's a. In fact, guarantees he's not a Laker. The fact you said that, it's so stupid. Five six two. Allie's confusing the term sugar baby for a milk dud. I think <laughs> yeah. That's what you are. Yeah, I, I, I'll call. What's the phone number? Does he have a real? Is it a real phone number? Is it yeah, one of those? Yeah, it's a four zero nine area code. Where's that? That's no. probably in some remote area where he lives in a big mansion. I'm gonna guess it's a very nice place. Uh, Omar, why don't you look that up? Where's the four zero nine area code? <laughs> Let's it's see what, Texas, Galveston. Oh, hey, yeah. That's, that's good. It's probably an oil tycoon, right? So that explains the gap in his teeth. He's a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that explains it all right. <laughs> Let's call the number. I'm serious. I, right? I think Joshua's real. Write down the number. Uh, play this I'm song. Done. Hold on. I'm going to play this song from my chem. I think maybe he was more interested in my cousin, but I think I could probably weasel my way in. Here's the other thing that's interesting. Does your cousin have a picture up of her? Wait, uh, you or Coco? Pfft, come on. Yeah, Coco. Oh, yeah, this is Coco. Yeah, okay. I mean. So here's what happened. Let me just explain. Also, Coco's picture is her doing a peace sign in front of a sexy car wash. Yeah. But me. Yeah. And Allie's I'm, cousin, super hot, big fake boobs, the whole thing. just my face. 
Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't want a part of that. But but that he uh, doesn't want any of that. All right, I'm gonna write down the number and then we can call him. Uh, I, me, I think uh, she. He probably saw that these two hot girls are paying each other. Also, I have to say. Approaching women through Venmo comments is a whole new different level. I mean, that, that is, is wild. Yeah, I got an email about it. This and I was isn't like, really? Like, I mean, if you had slid into the DMs on the gram or maybe something on TikTok, then I even, wouldn't believe it. Even but he's obviously sc- serious because he has a bank bank of account. I'm going to assume this guy's run out of all options, and now he's commenting on Venmo comments, and he didn't even c- circle Ali. Imagine Ali trying to explain which one she is. So if we call this guy and you say, "Hey, we saw your comment. You want to be our sugar daddy?" He's got a picture of Allie's hot cousin, Coco. Even the name's hot. And then you got Allie over there, hot Coco. <laughs> Nothing hot. He's going to be so de- He's going to be devastated. He'll be a Splenda daddy, maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. All right, we'll call this. All right, all right, we'll, we'll call, call your call sugar it. daddy next. Okay. All right. It's K-Rock. If you're just joining us, good time to tune in this morning. Got Pearl Jam tickets and your spot on the standby boarding list to go to Australia coming up in 20 minutes. But you won't need any of that if you have your own sugar daddy that will fund your lifestyle. Allie was approached recently on a Venmo comment (laughs) where she had paid her cousin for something. I assume this was hair dye for your little uh, side hustle you're also doing unsuccessfully. No, 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 no. I think it was for drinks. We all went out for drinks. Mm -hmm. So she paid and you said, I'll Venmo you and you actually did? Yeah, I Venmoed her. Of course, I Venmo right away. Allie, I'm a person who will do, who will do it right away. And if you don't Venmo me right away, I will request your ass. Oh, the worst. <laughs> God, you are the worst. I, you really I'll, are. I'll wait a couple days. <laughs> I bet you will not. <laughs> I can see myself still chewing lunch and being like, Venmo no, request popping first, up. First, I'll passive-aggressively send a screenshot of the receipt. That's nice. <laughs> so anyway, some man who clearly is a multi-multi-millionaire based on his... Uh, Dental work and everything else about the picture is a little baby tooth. I zoomed in on there. It's very creepy. Oh, is one baby tooth? Is a baby tooth also a missing zoom tooth? Zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Is there a missing tooth and a baby tooth, or it's so weird. Sh- he wants a sugar baby and he has a baby tooth. <laughs> it's a sugar yeah. baby toothbrush. It's really bizarre, man. <laughs> but if he was scamming, wouldn't he pick a hot picture? You know what I mean? Like this obviously looks like the real guy because he's just a run-of-the-mill dude. If he was really scamming, he would pick some really hot guy where I would be like, ooh, yeah, I want to be his sugar baby. Uh, no, because I think that it's somehow a power thing more than anything else. Uh, some people get really upset when you try to put the whole sugar daddy thing in the same category as like prostitution because they say it's not that at all. No, and you know, people on the text line are like, hey, he's going to ask for sex. And a lot of the sugar babies that we've spoken to... It's not necessarily about sex. It's just a transactional thing. He likes showering me with gifts and watching me spend his money. Right, and Allie would love to do that. I would love it. But the reality is, and this guy's in, or not, invest it properly. This guy's not real. And He's he, five thousand dollars for initial sign up fee, and then it's a two thousand dollar a week allowance. <sighs> That's a good gig. I would do that. I'm gonna Me call. too. This is the number he gave Allie. You want to bet that either it's, we're calling another country right now, it's a Texas area code, but. No, or, this is going to be, he's going to answer. Yeah, Maybe he's okay. not up yet. Right. He's I probably, think sugar daddies like to sleep in. He's probably in the middle of day trading his billions, I yeah, can imagine. Yeah, he could be busy. He could All be right. in a meeting. All right, let's go ahead. I, I can't wait to meet this real man. Who's definitely going to answer? Welcome to your yep. wireless carrier's voicemail. Shocker. Joshua, your call has been forwarded to an automated voice message. This must be another woman who's so popular. This is one of message. his successful babies. When you yeah. are finished recording, right. leave a message. You may hang up or press one for more options. 
Yes, hello, Joshua. This is Allie. You commented on one of my Venmo payments to me and my cousin, and I just wanted to say I'm very interested in being a sugar baby. You said you were looking for some sugar babies and that you were going to pay $2,000 a week. Um, so there's kind of nothing I won't do. If you want to give me a call back, we can start this beautiful relationship. Um, all right. Well, I hope to talk to you soon. Bye-bye. XOXO, baby. Ugh. Am I supposed to talk like a baby? Probably not. Tell them which one you are in the pictures. In case I'm the hot one. No, tell them the Baby. truth. Tell them the truth. I'm I'm Allie. <laughs> <laughs> K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. The picture of Allie's sugar daddy has been posted up on Klein Alley Show. If you'd like to take a look for yourself and let us know if you believe he is legitimate. I definitely think that's who sent the message, but I promise you he's got no sugar. Anyway, look for yourself. It's a Klein Alley Show on the Instagram. Enjoy while you're there. Some clips of our recent chat with Gwen Stefani, including could she finish any of her own lyrics as she gets ready for the No Doubt reunion at Coachella. Right now, your nice news. Nice gelled hair, dude. What's that? Nice gelled hair on those videos with you and Gwen. Uh, you know what, Omar? That's I, the one thing that really stood out to me. <laughs> thank you. I uh, I wet my hair. I wet my head right before she came in, and I was dripping the entire time. So you do look real sweaty. I was very sweaty. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up as well. Hey, you're welcome. Hi, uh, welcome back to K-Rack, honey. Some guy called me uh, in the comments. Uh, not sure. I like Gwen. I'm not sure what I think about that Brooklyn guy. <laughs> That's what I was referred to in the comments. So we got that going for me. Let's get to your news now, then we'll get you into Pearl Jam. But first... Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Don't change the station or I get beaten. So Dodger fans are getting very excited for spring uh, spring training, mainly to see the newest addition to the Dodgers team, the once-in-a-generation talent Shohei Otani who has signed the most expensive contract in sports history at $700 million over 10 years. And he's already missing games. Sounds like a pretty great deal. He will not be at the spring training opener because he's still recovering from surgery on his elbow and his shoulder, and he's already ruled out for pitching at all this season, but they hope to have him at least hitting by March 20th. He was doing some batting practice, like, Last week or something, he was knocking them all out of the park. It was unbelievable. Well, I, mean, I assume he can do that in games. That's why he's getting all that money. But he was, like, knocking these balls at batting practice 450 yards easy. But wouldn't you think, like, okay, you're you're obviously paying for his talent down the line. This is a 10-year contract. But you've spent a lot of money on this guy who, like I said, is supposed to be a once-in-a-lifetime, right? He fills all these different roles. He can pitch. He can hit. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. He do levels. everything every season. But then, at the, it, but then everyone's all excited. They're buying up the jerseys. And then you're probably you're not even going to see him pitch. You're not even going to see him pitch this season. Yeah. And he might hit. That's what they're saying Then now. you he feel defi- like you're not getting your money's worth. That's one year First gone. All, he's definitely going to hit. They're talking about pre They're talking about spring training stuff. Who cares know, but, about that? Yeah, but he might be hitting by March 20th. All you need is one little oopsies, and he's going to be out for the whole season. Yeah, he's fine. I don't know. Uh, uh, listen, we'll, we'll go back to that great bit we did, Can You Say Shohei. Remember that? Went, went over well the first time? Yes. People in the streets yeah. trying to pronounce his name. Still got to redo that intro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one, <laughs> oh, yeah, because no, Omar it. didn't get uh, it. Let me see if I have the... Let me see if I have the... Uh, I, well, I know I got it. Klein's the one that didn't get it. Oh, He's Shay Otani. The, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even find the clip. I don't even know how we spelled it, to be honest. There's no way I'll be able to find it now, unfortunately. But, oh, it's a, it's a gem if you were listening to that show. All right, we've talked about financial 
financial dysmorphia, how people are living beyond their means more than ever because of that pressure of living an ideal Instagram life. And this is now translating into the car buying business because the 2024 repos are being put out there. And basically, it's a lot of brand new cars that are being repossessed pretty much right after they're purchased because people are buying cars that they can't afford. And some of the cars that are being repoed only have like 200 miles on them. And they're like brand new 2024 BMWs and stuff because... They bought it and then one or two months in realized, hold on a minute, I can't afford this car. But I did get some great Instagram videos out of it. Love and to then you repo, get it gets, buy a repoed car and then have repo. that repoed. And then they another thing they were saying is that all of these dealerships have no problem selling cars to people that can't afford them because it gets their numbers up. Sure. And they get a commission or whatever. And it makes them look good. And it doesn't matter to them what happens after you drive it off the lot. If you can't afford it, you're going to get it repossessed anyway. That's so the bank's selling problem. the car is what matters. Yeah, that becomes the bank's problem. It doesn't matter to them. Well, they so- do ask. Listen, when you, when you go in to try to get a car, they do ask you, what what is your salary and this and that. I mean, they do have some sort of a formula. Yeah, they do credit check and all that stuff. They kind of sweep it under the rug, though. They're like, eh, credit's good and everything, right? All right, right, right this way. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think they make it easier and easier now. Obviously, they're making it too easy. Yes, but also, remember I was telling you about that new trend that I found out that guys are like, four or five guys are throwing in on one really nice car together that they all share? Right, and then you get one person who can't make the payments. Right, and your whole system falls apart. And you're screwed because you're depending on five people to work together to be able to keep this car. You know, it's crazy. You're in the market for a new car. Get a Ferrari, dude. Lambo. Uh, Go Lambo. Yeah, go Lambo, baby. I was walking down 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 Hollywood Boulevard the other day, which I don't like to do very often because I'm not a tourist, but they do have these uh, Ferraris you can drive for $100 for like uh, five minutes. And I was five thinking, minutes is that's not worth it. No, I would of course want it at it's least not, for an it's hour. Not worth it, but this is like tourist thing because you go like, oh, I get to drive the Hollywood Hills in a Ferrari or whatever uh, it is, or they got to drive up and down Hollywood Boulevard. But how was, was it? It was amazing. <laughs> I did a three. <laughs> that's my that's my monthly car. I'm paying every five minute increments. I'm way over leveraged on this car. Right, the boy's fast. It seems more and more rare to get good news on an airplane these days with everything that's been going on. But one of the best things that you can hear on a plane is that whole attention, everybody, due to favorable headwinds, we're going to be landing a little early. It's the best. Isn't that the best? So over the weekend, two airplanes not only had this, it was like times 100 because they got caught in some kind of crazy wind that caused them to travel 800 miles per hour. which is 200 miles per hour faster than a normal flight. Normally, at cruising speed, they're going 600 miles per hour. These were going 800 miles per hour because of the wind, and one of them was going D.C. to London, and they got in like an hour early. It's greatest. <laughs> Except, you know... I'd that, be so happy. When that happens, inevitably, the pilot goes on the air and goes, good news, bad news. We're on the ground an hour early. Bad news, there's nowhere to park the plane, so we're just going to have to sit here for a while. Yeah, That's so we're almost always the case. 45 minutes. You can't win this game. Or you get in early and they go, well, you're in early, but unfortunately we can't get the bags off the plane for a while because the luggage right. carts are... You and end so, up waiting the same amount of time. But you know, can you imagine going that fast? Do you think you'd freak out? It'd be amazing. It'd be so great. I'm sure it feels the same when you're in the sky, it probably. Ha- no, it has to feel a little we will give you Pearl Jam tickets the second this song is done on K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, 11 and 9 o'clock. It's going to be a wet one today and tomorrow probably, but thanks for hanging out with us, at least for the time being. Make it worth your while right now as we pick up Caller 20. Give them the good news. 
You'll be seeing Pearl Jam right here. Shows just announced happening at the Forum. And of course, Pearl Jam is a perfect band to send you around the world to see again as part of K-Rock World Tour 2024. This time, it's Sydney, Australia. Get to go to Australia, down under, with the uh, the great Pearl Jam. Nicole Alvarez may or may not be there. Was that was that an Australian accent there where you said down under? No, no, it was a regular American accent. You said down oh, under. Okay. Down under. With down a, okay. under. Pronounced it with you an said R. Hard, under. hard R, under, Allie. Mate. I used the hard R always. <laughs> you want to say Pearl Jam? Didn't say that. You'll get to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Alvarez may or may not be there. Probably will be, though. Uh, so, uh, Caller 20, let's grab you now. Give you the good news. As we said hello to... I don't even know who this is. We're in West Los Angeles. Hello, who are you? Yo, yo, good morning, guys. It's D-Rab. Say that again? D-Rab, David. David, congratulations. You're caller 20. You uh, yeah! will be seeing... Yeah! Well, hold on, you don't pack your bags just yet. You're going to see Pearl Jam on the 21st or 22nd at the Kia Forum, and then we will write your name down on this standby list so you can see them again, hopefully, in Sydney, Australia, all right? No, that's so good, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for getting off of speaker for this very important phone call. <laughs> that guy's definitely in his bathroom taking a gym photo, uh, like, a, like he, a shirtless photo. He's definitely taking that dump. Morning. Are you taking a morning dump right now? Right now, no. I wish. Okay. But you're in a bathroom, right? No, no, no. I'm in an office. What do you do? What was that? Working construction development. Oh, okay. Ooh, cool. You know Ali Sugar yeah. Sugar Daddy at all? His name's Joshua. Have you seen him? Uh, I don't think I know Josh. Yeah, look at me. Look at his picture on our Instagram. He's... Baby tooth can't miss it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can miss it because he's missing it. Hold on. Uh, you get to experience all the joys of winning your own tickets again at noon with Nicole, and then three and six with Megan. So keep on listening, keep on calling, and let's go ahead and make that happen for you. This hour on the show. Old people's secrets. Let's help you live forever. We got that to get to. And uh, much more. Hold on. I know we got something else. Oh, we yeah, have clickbait's coming up as well. There's a new dirtiest thing on the planet. It's not the toilet seat anymore. The what toilet it, seat's the cleanest thing ever these there's days. There's a new dirtiest thing, and apparently you are touching it or will be touching it soon. So we'll get to all of that and more after this from 30 Seconds to Mars. K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. We will still have some tickets for you coming up this morning. Get you into a little performance happening downstairs. The uh, beaches will be in town, in the building, later this week on Thursday at the Honda Sound Space. We'll get you into that show coming up at some point this hour. Nice. Uh, let me ask you, uh, when you rent a car, when you have a car rental, it's usually a few reasons. Maybe you're traveling, right? Or maybe uh, your car's in the shop. In this particular case, I'm, I actually have two rentals. <laughs> I have two rentals, right? Oh, my God. Uh, that Ferrari that I've been renting off of Sunset. No, That's I have, sketchy, mm-hmm. by the way. I have, I, yes, I do a lot of things that definitely seem sketchy on the surface. M- my car... When, is, everyone sa- when someone's saying my other rental... Yeah, okay. My That's car, not good. I have a rental here in Southern California now because my car is being fixed because it got rear-ended because a lot of people don't know how to drive in the wet weather and a guy slid into me because he was trying to drive around with flip-flops. That's never your fault. Not my fault. This was not my fault. I think if you've been in three car accidents in a year, it's your fault okay. regardless what, of what happened. A lot of The reason that car insurance rates are tripling in Southern California is because a lot of terrible drivers. Because of you. Here. Not because of me. So you're <laughs> single-handedly <laughs> raising the rates. Everyone else, your rates are going up 30%. You bankrupted Allstate. I, have a, I had a rental car over the weekend because I was in another city and I needed to rent a car. Now... I think we all agree certain rules about a rental car, right? For instance, uh, you don't buy the insurance, right? We're all on. Nope. No one pays for that. No, sucks. You got to get the insurance. Nope. What? Because then you could just abuse the car. But also. Well, actually, the one time I did get insurance, something did happen to the car, and I was really glad I had insurance. 
but you don't need insurance. If you have insurance, usually your insurance, you know, covers you if you're driving any car. Sometimes. Yeah, it usually on your, your car insurance should have you covering whatever car you're driving. It's like insurance at a, when a dealer has an ace in blackjack. It's like a sucker. You don't buy it. You just go, all right, let's let's go and let the it's car. It's only like five bucks extra or something. Yeah. It's then it's much. sometimes and it's, and it's a lot of initialing and stuff. Who, who's got okay. time for that? Yeah. It's so, more than five bucks. Can't argue with that. Oh, Thank you. Those there's, initials, man. There's the but look. The other sucker thing is when they're like, "Do you want us to fill the car up for you when you arrive?" All right. Well, or do that, you want uh, to fill it up yourself on the way back? That's the big one. You can bring it back bone empty, but we'll charge you nine dollars a gallon, right. fill it for you, or you got to fill it up yourself. Right. Right. There's that whole That's thing. That's BS. And then there's the fun part where you get to drive over the spike strips and hope you're going over the right way. <laughs> if not, all the tires pop. Right. And That's everybody's really. It's very easy for everyone except you. So I got a uh, I got a ticket on this rental car I had over the weekend. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's like not getting a ticket at all, right? If you get a ticket on a rental car, it's kind of like uh, no harm, no foul. Know, no, I think I got a ticket on a rental one time, and they mailed me the ticket. Yeah, but how are they really going to find me? Well, they send it to your address. Yeah, but my address... Is, is it, also changing. It's, it's also changing. <laughs> well, that is true. You I'm, can just be on the run. Yeah. You're always on the run, I'm technically. Always, I'm always moving. I don't like to stay yeah. anywhere too long. <laughs> so I feel like they're not really going to find me, though, I right? Mean, the thing is, it's like jury duty, right? You can say you never got it. Yeah, I would never say that. Al, that's Allie Johnson, by the way, who said that. All right. Well, I'm just saying people do that no, all but the then time. they could issue, like, a warrant, warrant. for his arrest, and then he gets pulled over, and then he doesn't know he has a warrant, and then, boom, he's in the jail. You do hear the stories about a guy that's like, yeah, it's weird. I had an unpaid ticket from a rental car from 10 years ago, and as a result of that not being resolved, now I'm mm -hmm. in, in a prison shower right now, yeah, protecting my man. Yeah, I know. Manhood. And you having to share that cool story with the other inmates. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. Is, is this a, love. like a parking ticket, or did you actually get pulled over? What kind of uh, infraction? Uh, parking. Oh, God, okay. you are oh, such man. a bad parker. No, oh, oh, I didn't tell you what the ticket's for. Oh, you assume it's on me. Well, yes, of course. Of course, yeah. Well, you were the one that got the ticket. <laughs> Where it was your car's parked? fault. <laughs> the well, thing is, around here, you kind of can bend the rules with parking and get away yeah, with other it. Yeah, other states but take you, it way more seriously, yes. I feel like. Well, this well, I thought the policy is on holidays like President's Day. You don't have to uh, park oh. in free. Isn't that, a, isn't that like a rule? Well, you don't have to pay the meters. Isn't that a is that a national rule? I thought so. That's what I thought. So I got a ticket for being at a unpaid meter. On I've never heard that President's until Day. I've heard it from you guys that the parking meters don't apply on the weekends. No, not the weekends. Holidays. 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 It's a holiday. Well, Sunday. some holidays don't count. Like, I know in Pasadena on Easter Sunday, I got a ticket. Presidents are on the money. Okay. So if there's ever going to be a day where you don't pay the money, it's the day where you're celebrating the guy who's on the money. Yeah, I agree. I'm totally with Klein. And Sundays, huh. I thought. You didn't have to pay. Sundays, Sundays? that's not that's true. That's God's day. He doesn't that, want you to pay that's anything. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, if that you is, pray hard, you don't have to pay. Uh, that's not true. You do have I, to every pay. Every morning I'll Some say a prayer meters. and not pay. So, well, that's good luck with that plan. <laughs> so I got it. Yeah, I, all of a sudden I get back, ticket on the car, so, so expired the, meter. So the meter was blinking like red, please yeah. pay. Right. Yeah, but you look, assumed that. thought it was a patriotic blink <laughs> for President's Day. It'll red. get to white and blue eventually. <laughs> it's going to go all the color. <laughs> so I didn't pay, and then I come back to their ticket. I, I go, this is impossible. I'm not. So Did I have an amount on it? Oh, yeah. How much? 58 bucks. Okay. That's not bad. I'm not paying it, though. Why would I pay that? It's no. a rental. Because I have my car. The rental yeah, car but I think they on a send national it, holiday. They send it to the rental car place, and they make sure you get it. Yep. All right. You guys want to take this bet? I bet you I never see that again. I'll bet you $58. 
Okay, you'll bet me the cost of the show. Hold on, let me think. So I never get it. I have to double it if you're wrong. I feel like somehow I'm getting screwed here. But if it's a holiday, you don't have to pay me. Okay, so it's determined there's a new dirtiest surface on the planet. Don't touch anything until you hear what we have to tell you. It's time for clickbait. Here we go. Bait. All right, let's start with this, though. Bait. According to single people, and there's still no shortage of single people out there, this is the thing that they hate seeing the most in others' dating profile pictures, which means if you have this in your dating profile picture, you should immediately delete or start fresh because single people claim this is the thing they hate seeing most in others' dating profile pictures. It's hmm. clickbait time. The internet's got riddles. They usually want you to click around, then end up in a slideshow. Eventually, you get what you're looking for. We cut right to it here on K-Rock. Allie, what is the thing that single people hate seeing most in other people's dating profile pictures? I think when you're wearing sunglasses, you have something to hide. And mm. I think when people see just a bunch of pictures with sunglasses, they're like, what's going on here? Why do you feel the need to post every picture with your sunglasses on? Because there's obviously something wrong with your face. There are, there are people, I even put myself in this category, I think, that can be sunglasses attractive, but yes. no sunglasses average and or ugly. I'm in that category, too. If I have sunglasses on, you can't see my eyes, I'm like automatically three points higher on the hotness scale. Yeah, I think the more you cover of the face, the bigger the sunglasses, the hotter you become. Yeah, get out and, like and a welder's mask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like a perfect head. <laughs> exactly. You're right. right. But I think you feel like if people see it in a profile picture, they think you have something to hide. Yeah, there are people who works the other way too, though. They're very attractive, but they put on sunglasses. And maybe it's just because you assume they're hiding something. That's a great guess. I don't know if that's right or wrong. We'll find that in a second. Ali says sunglasses. That is the mm-hmm. thing that people don't like seeing. Omar, uh, people yeah. do not like seeing this in other people's dating profile pictures. I think most people don't like seeing, unless you're Allie, uh, because, uh, well, we have proof that she loves the baby tooth picture because uh, oh, her sugar uh, potential sugar daddy right. has a baby tooth. Yeah, uh, so I think a baby tooth. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going with baby specific. tooth? You're going with going specifically baby, baby teeth? Yes. See, if you had said closed mouth in pictures, I would say that oh, also that's is a good true. guess. What are you trying to hide? could be something to hide. If every picture is either closed mouth or food in front of mouth or hand in front of mouth. Another red flag is men with hats, I know, because then women think that they're covering up for their baldness. All right, Jake. Uh, I'm going to go with, like, a group photo, so you don't even know which one you're really looking at. Yeah, that's annoying, too. Wow, one of you got it. Shocked. Is it Jake? The thing that people hate seeing most (laughs) in people's dating profile pictures is a baby. No, it is uh, (laughs) the uncertainty of who you're actually looking at because of group photos. Mm. It is people's biggest annoyance, so much so that there's a lot of times they won't even engage because they don't even want to get to the who's the actual. Now, you would think if they got four or five pictures up there, you could do some process of elimination. But if every picture is a group picture, yeah, or the, people the don't main like that picture game. that you're using, why would you use the main picture, especially if you're going to pick a group that's a hot group? Well, you don't do that, though. You pick The idea is you pick a group of... Of uggos. Uggos. Right. And you put, get yourself. We should start a whole business called groupofuggos.com where we'll just send a group of uggos to be in All pictures right. with that you. That guy we're, can make another domain for us. It could be Ali, <laughs> could be a sugar daddy. Could be, we could just all show up. Okay. So, it's just me and him. <laughs> yeah, you and him. <laughs> we're the only people yeah, in the and, group. <laughs> <laughs> you and him and whoever the single person is. And everyone's like, oh, thank God it's neither of those two. 
And I won't wear my sunglasses just to make it fair. Quickly grab that domain before someone else grabs it first. <laughs> Groupofuckos.com. All right. Clickbait. Here we go. Moving on. Okay. All right. We'll go with this one next. Uh, this is now the new dirtiest surface on the planet. Bait. Bait. According to scientists, you will probably end up touching this at some point or have touched it recently. And it is now way germier than 10,000 toilet seats, which seems super dirty. Okay. What is it? I think it's going to be those uh, screens at checkout, you know, where it's like the little iPad that they flip around for you and the it's got the smiley screen. faces on it. Yeah, I think everyone's touchy, touchy, touching that more than ever before because no one's using cash. And I think it's the new dirtiest thing. Man, I had to use one of those touch screen things at a pharmacy and I did not want to touch it at all because I know how many, that's like the dirtiest in the oh, hands. Yeah. I tried to use my elbow. Like, Let me get my medication. And, I, and I've, I've used the elbow before. Sometimes people use the knuckle. Mm-hmm. I, I elbowed and I think I accidentally tipped the pharmacist like 40% <laughs> because that those buns. You can really use your elbow? Yeah. On the touch screens, I use my elbow wow. sometimes. I don't want to touch them. All I would love out. to see that. It's, yeah, you on would. security. No, you would not. Uh, Omar, what say you? Yeah. Uh, this is now the new dirtiest surface on the list, according to science. I think that little um, lever you have to press to release the soap. You go into the mm. bathroom and you little, you're always pressing on that before you get soap. Right, you think it's clean, but it's not clean. Yeah, you think it's so close to the soap by proximity, mm-hmm. it should be clean. <laughs> yeah, it's but like... it's probably filthy because mm. it's all the that's like it's all the poo hands. When you were touching, you know, when you go to like one of those Purell things where you have to touch it and you hope that Purell comes out, but there's no Purell there, so you just end up oh. t- you realize how and many you're other like, gross. No, I'm grosser. Yeah, even grosser. I just grossed up. Oh, uh, Jake, what is it? I'm gonna guess uh, like soda fountains. I don't think they ever get cleaned. Oh, huh? Man, that's a good Jake, guess too. Jake's on, Grody, a, Jake's yeah. on a roll today. Is that right? Whoa. He's not. He's not. But he's very close. He's in the he's in the right world. Apparently, if you go to a movie theater, the cup holders between the seats <gasps> are now, and I don't know who decides to do the digging, but they're even dirtier than the floors of the actual movie theater oh, themselves. Really? Because of all of the, I, apparently, I guess they never get clean. It's kind of similar to the whole tray table thing on the airplanes. They just well, never get clean. People constantly are... Well, and people are putting more than just sodas in there. It's like sodas, candies, phones. There's all kinds of random... Dirty Kleenex and On napkins. average, 2,396 bacteria colonies surpassing even the seats, the toilets, the floors, etc. There are 18 times more bacteria than found on a standard toilet seat. Oh. The cup holders at the movie theater are now public enemy number one. It's clickbait on K-Rock. Here we go. Our last one. It's the last one we've time for. Say. <laughs> that was great. Say. <laughs> That's my Australian accent. That's jarring. <laughs> Bye. Uh, spring break is here, guys. Oh. There's a new mo- more, most popular spring break destination. Oh, interesting. Uh, Move over hmm. Cancun. God. Move over Vegas. This is the new most popular spring break destination. Also, one of the most dangerous. Should point that out. It's popular and dangerous, and it will be, they're saying, the spring break destination of 2024. I think people are still going to Mexico, but they're not going as far into Mexico. So they're just going TJ. Tijuana. Interesting. Klein just said, move over Mexico. So it's clearly not Mexico. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Ali is very uh, simple. You know what? I think I'm going I, down, double down on Mexico. 
I, I think I, I read something like, you know, like S is going down in the Bahamas, but I think maybe like, you know, stupid college people don't care and it's pretty inexpensive down there, especially if you do, you do the all-inclusive. So I'm going to go somewhere in the Bahamas. All right. Omar says Bahamas. Ali says Mexico. After I said move over Mexico. I, I said you. <laughs> Jake, uh, what is your guess? This is a, what they consider to be the most popular spring break destination 2024 and also one of the most dangerous. I'm going to guess uh, Arizona. Um, I think people like drowning in the water, getting drunk on tubes and stuff. Drowning in the water of the desert? Is that what you're No, what's guessing? that? Havasu Falls, whatever? Lake Havasu. Lake Havasu. Lake Havasu. Don't people go there for spring break? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, according to this, New Orleans. Oh, cool. Is now as popular as it's ever been and as dangerous as it's ever Dude. been. Cool. So that's, that's where people are headed. I want to be all. I was actually thinking of doing that. Good. That's Allie. on my bucket list. Is going going and getting murdered in New Orleans. People will give Allie beads to keep her shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Just take them. Well, they'll cover hey. everything up. Get another shirt. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> shirts at Allie. How'd you do? No beads, but forty-seven shirts. Uh, this is K Rock. <laughs> Allie, have you seen the latest, most recent Photoshop with your sugar daddy? No. There's Photoshops with my sugar oh, daddy? Oh, there's a lot coming through right now. We put the picture of this, the guy that uh, approached Allie in the comments on Venmo. By the way, I don't wanted... know if he's going to be my sugar daddy, all right? Well, I you left to... him a message and said you were... Oh, he's been... God. Do we have to bring my family he's into this? He's been added to a family picture oh, about... Oh, <laughs> God. Hey, uh... Between him and Creepy Creeper, right, I can't we'll... have a normal family. We'll have to post all these up on the socials. Hey, how would you like to hang out at the helpful Honda Sound Space with the band The Beaches opened up K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas this year? Uh, they're on a bit of a hot streak now. We'd love to get you into the show, and all you got to do is call us, 800-520-1067. We'll do that, and we'll do some takeaways as we wrap everything up and get the hell out of here after this new one from Sum 41 called Landmines on K-Rock. That's new. Some 41. It's called Landmines. This is K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. We're going to get the hell out of here. Nicole Alvarez will be in 40 minutes nonstop. K-Rock in your future. Pearl Jam tickets coming up again at noon, 3 and 6. Get you on that standby list to go to Australia. That is right. That is the next trip. It is you in Australia with Pearl Jam. And you'll get some tickets to see them right here at the forum shows just announced. All right, let's get out of here with takeaways uh, and then give away some tickets. Allie, what do we got? All right, 213, my takeaway is gerbiling cheese makes it taste better. Gerbiling Cheese is a great band name. But also, what I should have done with the wedge of brie yesterday, getting on the plane. A18, my takeaway is Omar has a lawn mullet. Yeah, he does. Um, I do. Fake up front. Wait, is it fake in the front? Yeah, fake, fake. in the front. Fake real in the front. The, right, right. Fake right, in the front, real in the back. Very SoCal. You want we want everyone? things to Photoshop. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you got it. The front's where the good's and The back is the real lawn. Um, 818, my takeaway is Allie's parents can go all night long. And 310, <laughs> my takeaway is Allie is a sweet and low baby. Yeah, she is. You got to see all this, this. Some of the finest Photoshop work I've ever seen. I don't know who's doing these so quickly. Yeah. I obviously Dan, the regulars, but some new Photoshoppers are really having some fun with Allie's sugar daddy. And the guy fits right in. He, he fits uh, right in with your family. He's a beautiful yep. addition. It, it's really unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Moving uh, on. I think it's great. <laughs> Ali fit into my family, he but does. he also kind of looks like my uncle. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ali, you could be related Lesty. to this guy. You could be. Molesty? Is that his name? <laughs> what with what did you just say? Oh. <laughs> uncle Molesty? <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Uh, that's a weird My name. My Uncle Molesty. You have an Uncle Leslie, I have an Uncle Molesty. <laughs> hey, Michelle, good news for you. You are... Not us. Not us. You're not related to us. You don't look like us, but you're going to go to the uh, show here on Thursday with the beaches. All right? Hold on, okay? 
Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for starting your day with us here on K Rock. Hold on one second. Uh, Allie, all right, what do we got? Takeaways on the text line. Oh, sorry, your takeaway. You already did that. My takeaway is if you're at a party and the toilet backs up, just turn on the faucet and go, I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's Vanessa's technique. Not as funny as Seinfeld, but <laughs> way more probably useful in the real world. Uh, your takeaway, Jake the Nerd. Every real sugar daddy has a sugar baby tooth. That is what we learned on today's show. And finally, Omar Khan, what do you got? If you never want to pay for a parking ticket, just keep moving. Keep on moving. Keep moving. They can't find you. I mean, they will. Yeah, I got they 58 bucks. She says they will not. We'll Have see. a great rest of your day. We'll do it tomorrow. Try to do it better. And in the meantime, uh, DJ Omar Khan, take us out and do it without stuttering and stick All around right. for 40 minutes nonstop. K Rock. Bye. That they, they 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 feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um this concludes the podcast, Klein Alley Show. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Maybe even paying attention to some of it. If you need us in the meantime, the goal line is open for you, 24-7-365. And that number is 844-956-GOAT. It's a great way for us to keep in touch with our podcast listeners. You can also listen to us live on the radio every morning on K-Rock 106.7. On the radio, you hipster. Yep, and the show always continues on socials as well, at Klein Alley Show on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. That's it for us. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you again tomorrow live on the radio or right back here on this podcast. Sweet dibbits. Sweet dibbits. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.